Okay, well, I just have to check that this recording is going smoothly. If I can remember how to do it, we are actually recording right now. Um, this is Future Thoughts, a conversation about the rise of hate crimes against LGBT youth and whether the future is expectingly fruitful or if our baskets are full of nothing but empty promises and colourful lies. It's good. That's it? really good. You really, 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 um, I am a trans woman and I work in the um, hospitality industry. Um, <laughs> I am a manager as well. I thought I'd put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that I'm quite a... Uh, I'd, I'd say I'm quite a sincere and lovely person. Yeah. But I definitely... I definitely don't take shit. <laughs> and I'm, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, which is why I've been the very many... Um, forefront of attacks of like um, you know, hate crimes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because I don't, you know, I don't pander and I go, oh, of course, yeah, that's absolutely fine. You don't take shit. I don't take the shit. Absolutely no, not. <laughs> that, that that reminds me of a time when I don't know. I think there was a fight broke out outside yeah. of the pub, and <laughs> yeah. you were on that shit. Like I, you were, you ran be. out there and you were like ready to like right? take so, it. Like especially being a manager as well. Like mm. in being trans and being a manager. It's very like, uh, like the trans community is a marginalized community, and I and it, like it's even worse for like, um, like trans people of color. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's remarkable to think that I can achieve something so. That seems like, the cis het man's job, right? As a trans woman, and because it's just like you know, fuck you yeah, to everyone that definitely. says like no, 100%. you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, what an introduction! I am sorry, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> nice to meet you. So, have your pronouns always been she, her, or at any point did they, like, before you transitioned, for example, were you a, a they or anything else? Yeah, so I, um, so I only, I only understood, like, what pronouns and what, like, just being trans meant, like, quite recently in terms of my life, about, like, five or six years now. How old were you? So when I was first toying with the idea of gender, I was about 20, no, sorry, I was about 18. Okay. Um, I was terrified. I had no, I had, I had no idea why I was so like confused and I didn't understand why I felt this way. Mm. Um, and at 18, you think your life's coming together Definitely. and mine was falling apart and I was yeah, like, I don't yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah. on. Um, but I, I, before that I would, I would have just been like, I'm, I'm he, him. Um, but, um. Yeah, so it was just, it was such a monumental experience to come into understanding what gender is really, like what it is and, and how it really, how it really affects our day-to-day lives and how yeah. it really makes us think about the world around us and the, the society we live in and the people that we interact with each day. Right. Um, I mean, how did you 
come into finding about gender? Was it through the internet or, I don't know, friends, people that you met? Yeah. So I had, um, I had two trans friends before I came out. How personal do you mind getting? Oh. You don't mind? It goes. It goes. I, okay. I will go as personal as it needs to okay. be. Okay, go, 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 go. Um, I just like to share my experiences as personal as possible. So someone could be like, I relate to that and it's yeah. not conceited. It's not. 100%. And it's like completely honest and raw. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I had uh, two trans friends before I came out and um, completely like, I didn't know anything about it, but I was completely on their side. Hmm. Completely like, yeah, I'm rooting for you. Like, you know, using the pronouns, using names, <clears throat> stuff like that. Pardon me. Um, little did I know that that was like me finally understanding and I was kind of like drawn to um drawn to people right like, yeah that's gonna say that. what did you think about when you first yeah, found was, out about them I was like like how did you find it like in your brain yeah you... well I was um I was really confused because I was like um this this is definitely something I've that every time I thought about it every time I would like speak to them I'd be like something feels off something feels like it's missing and then right. then i realized and like i spoke to one of them i was like something feels missing to like me i feel like i'm not complete what, since you met them or yeah so after i met well i felt like that for my whole life like yeah. completely um but it finally clicked in and locked in as to why that was mm. as soon as um i like really got deep into speaking with them and they were like why don't you experiment with pronouns um for like a couple of days and see how right. that makes you feel and we can call you by like a different name or something like that just as like a little experiment like you know i didn't expect anything to come of it 100%. but what i had realized that what i was missing in my day-to-day life was a, a whole identity that i didn't right. know that i needed yeah. to be that i needed to like experience and i needed to you know really grasp a hold of because i was basically wasting away um and it did have an insanely, insanely um, positive effect on my mental health because I was re- in a really, really bad place before then. And you didn't know why? Or I have no idea. No I idea. was diagnosed with a lot of things. Um, those things, obviously, are, 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 are still true. Yeah. But they were exacerbated and they were, like, completely irritated by this thing that I couldn't that understand that I didn't put my finger, finger on. on. Yeah. Um, and... Then it clicked and it was like, Eureka. It was like, oh my God. This is what I've been missing. This is what I've been missing. And then and then, the the great happiness came, but then the great loneliness and the sadness and the longing and that yeah. I've been missing so much of this in my life and what right. have I been doing? And then, and then it's the fear of like rejection and society and what's going to happen to me mm. and these statistics, people are dying, this is happening. And then it makes... <laughs> It makes you just overwhelmed and yeah. you can't, and then you're like, well, is it worth it? Is it worth do it going through this? Can I just go back to how it used to be? But I, w- my best piece of advice is it's never worth it. Unless it's a safety issue as in like, you can't come out to your parents and stuff like that. But if you can safely come out, you know, even just to your friends, mm. like, even if you can just live that online persona with your friends, that can save a life. Like genuinely, yeah. genuinely can save a life. Um, but it was a, a wild ride. I, it was insane. I mean, and it still I, is. It still is a wild yeah, ride. Exactly. I'm, I'm still only like barely halfway through my transition. Mm-hmm. And, pardon me. Um, and it's still a wild ride. There's still plenty of times where I'm like, oh my God. 
what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck? <laughs> why is this happening to me? Like, legit, like, <laughs> screaming to God in the yeah. sky. Like, why have you done this to me? Um, it's it's wild. It's a wild thing. Um, I, I mean, I cannot even imagine. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't I, be able to. There's obviously different... Um, there's different... Oh, there's, there's different topics around the trans community of, like, what dictates to being trans means and what this, this, and this, and that. I think... I'm not going to get controversial in that respect because that's between the trans community. Um, but I think, I, I think being trans should be celebrated. It should 100%. definitely be like, it shouldn't be persecuted. Like it is. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a statistic. It shouldn't be a, oh, I guess we'll do this because we need to be inclusive now. Right. That sort of thing. Um, because although, you know, you get that there's that mental illness side of it. There's the, the transition side of it for some people, like physical transition um, and hormone transition and stuff like that. And it's really hard and it's really difficult. And it, people see it as like this waste of resources and space and money. It should still be rewarded and it should still be nurtured because those that's someone's individuality. That's mm-hmm. someone's, that's someone's life. <laughs> and you can't put, you can't, you can't put a price on life. You can't put anything on it. Um, and so, yeah, it's just. Definitely. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, a, I mean, that was, Basically, we're still in introduction, so that was a great introduction. I told you it's going to be the longest <laughs> fucking thing ever. I just, I, I did some research before coming here, and I found that, uh, especially in America, there are, um, there are a few couple states in America that only address hate crimes based on sexual orientation and not on gender identity. So there are no crimes. So, so you can commit a hate crime based on someone's gender identity and get away from it unfortunately so yeah. i guess do you know who jordan peterson is i might have heard the name i can't quite well jordan Pe- he's basically like um i want to say like a philosopher or something okay. and he's he's quite famous uh recently for well in 2017 he um spoke uh in canada against bill c16 which uh, basically the bill would enshrine the rights of transgender people and it would kind of add gender identity and expression to human rights um, uh, like in law um, He and this was at like the Senate committee meeting um, and what he argued was that the support for this legislation was very um, ideologically motivated so basically not everything that uh, the bill is pushing cannot be factually like told you know like it can't it's it's not in fact uh, like gender identity for example and that kind of stuff um and so what my first question basically was was should there be stricter laws on following someone's gender identity absolutely absolutely (laughs) i mean in an ideal world that should where that should be where it ends yes absolutely but unfortunately we do not live in an ideal world Mm -hmm. um it shouldn't (sighs) It's incredible because we've come from a time where even a sexual identity, someone's sex, sorry, sexual orientation was um, something that you could absolutely be like hate crime or just yeah. turned away from. And then we come from a time before that where your race, like, you know, people not allowing black people into certain spaces mm-hmm. or like Jewish people in certain spaces. Um, and it's it's just crazy how 
we we as a society and, and even as just globally we're like we're getting better we've we've we're learning from our mistakes but then we make the exact same mistakes later right. on the line yeah where we go oh yeah this is wrong why are we segregating people based on their race why are we treating them any differently paying them differently and then they do the same thing for sexuality and mm-hmm. then they realize and they're like oh okay we shouldn't do this and then they do the same thing for gender and it's like how have we not grouped it all into one and just tackled it at once right. and like right okay fuck that that's yeah. stupid that's dumb it's like you know if someone is identified like the brain is so complex our bodies are the most complex things complex things in the world and yet the thought of someone not identifying as you know their um their sex at birth is 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 so crazy to people <laughs> but yet we are the most incomprehensible beings that we right. know of yeah. in the universe and <laughs> here we are mm-hmm. um and I think absolutely stricter, I and I think just as strict as 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 ever as all of them. It should just be completely equal in the um severity of how people are punished because it isn't just, oh, you know that they're, they're being stupid again because you know you've dead named them or you mm. um you've called them the wrong pronouns. That genuinely has an effect on people's lives. It has effect an effect on their mental health just as much as if you were bullying or harassing them for their sexual um orientation or just as much you you know if if there are like racial implications stuff like that it's 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 so unreal how i mean i i know there are advances being made now i know some places are a lot better than others i know for some reason first world countries have the ideals of third world countries mm-hmm. and and vice versa and like switch around but it's just incredible to me how we are having to fight and continuously fight for basic LGBTQ plus like rights, like w- these things are under debate. People's lives are are debated by other people that are in a higher positions of power mm. because they think, well, it's not really worth it, is it? I don't experience it, so why should other? Why should we put the time and effort into it? Because people are dying, Barbara. People are fucking dying. Like it's the injust. I hate injustice. Yes. Like. I hate it. I will always fight for just like for just the causes, and like inequality and <clears throat> that sort of stuff. It's so we are we are in twenty twenty basically twenty twenty two twenty twenty two like yeah. and we are, and like the trans community is still so marginalised mm-hmm. and even the gay communities yeah still to this I know day. I know and even, and like the fact that racism still exists is mind blowing. <laughs> absolutely incredibly mind-blowing so it just goes to show that like there is so much more we could be doing like Mm -hmm. legislation wise like with everything i'm lucky that in my job role i'm very heavily very heavily like supported um and that's honestly a surprise to me very surprising yeah um but like if like I, i can go into the depths of how well like this company that i work for like does tackle um like LGBTQ issues because I would say it's only me and you that are yeah in in the place of work that are fully involved in like that kind of culture absolutely, right yeah. yeah so <clears throat> I it's, I think it I mean it shouldn't be but I I understand how difficult it is for people who aren't directly involved in the culture yeah. to kind of talk about it and of course. you know come come forward about that kind of stuff I completely agree and I I do see from their perspective as to why they wouldn't put any effort into it. But it's not even about that. It's about basic human rights and respect. Mm. And those things should always be honoured. And it's, and those things especially should come in conjunction with 
laws and legislation that protect these people <clears throat> and these identities because they're just as important to our community as as you know oh, everything else yeah, 100%. like the diversity and the inclusion that we should be having in life we need those stricter le- those stricter leg- legislations and laws like i know like the uk is far from perfect mm-hmm. completely far from perfect um and you know from it i don't know what it's like in the usa i don't know what it's like in australia i don't know what it's like anywhere else but i have a few friends in like um the us and it's it generally sounds like a dystopian novel like hearing them talk about like really like the stuff that's like and you hear it from like an outside perspective and you're like how did they get away with this stuff like obviously like in the us i think 95 percent i can't remember the exact figure but 95 percent of um trans deaths were trans women Mm. and 19 like a higher percentage of that was black trans women (gasps) I think the life expectancy of black trans women is like thirty five. Oh my god. That is I mean, harrowing. That's that sounds like something from like the nineteen twenties, you know. When... Like even before like the sixteen fucking hundreds when yeah. people were dying to consumption and there was a black plague. Right, right, yeah. How have we gone back four hundred years? Because the world just refuses to believe that people, you know, exist. Yeah, I mean it's insane. <laughs> it's insane to me. But uh, yeah, reiterating back to your question, um, Yes, absolutely, and I think this um, philosopher or philanthropist or whatever, um, he absolutely, you know, they should be encapsulated, they should be put on a pedestal and, you know, really fought hard and long, and and trans people should be in charge of that, and they mm-hmm. should be, there should be a trans person that is able to communicate that in power, and that's, <clears throat> pardon me, that's the issue that's happening at the moment, is there's no trans people in power. Right, like in those those areas where you know you can get that support, you can get those legislations pushed through, because yet again, it's like the the you know the white man at the top, the right. the turf that's also up there for some reason. Um, so it's it's just incredible to me that even in like our parliament, there's there's no trans representation, yeah, 100%. and it's just it's left to Boris, 100%. you know, it's left to that fool to decide. And what does he know? <laughs> He knows literally well. Let's not, and that's a different story altogether. I could talk hours about it. No, but, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's all it's all left to him, and there's no none of that trans representation. There's barely any gay or lesbian or like any like, no, barely any queer representation in just there. Start. I feel like in just general, starting. gay rights have only come around in the last oh, ten just, years. Absolutely, and in the last year or so, trans rights have started to you know you see more trans models right. in the runway, you see more like trans people in adverts and stuff like that. There's a fine line. It's hard to see whether it's being showcased, like, showcased, like look at me. I'm, you know, I'm in with the kids. I'm mm-hmm. this, this, and that. So I think I would urge companies to actually talk with trans people, you know, actually treat them like humans that they are, and, you know, talk to them about how they should go about running their campaigns, their businesses, and, like, their legislations. And then you will have, you know... The reason why so many companies don't have trans people isn't because the trans people aren't working for them. It's because they're not. They don't feel safe to come out. They don't feel safe to exist as a trans person in those workplaces. Right. I'm lucky enough to feel safe in myself to work as a trans woman, and like that's why companies need, companies need to make more effort 
and just the you know parliament the law everything mm-hmm. should be more effort into <clears throat> pardon me into that like because it's just not good enough obviously. definitely Absolutely and not it's not like like transgender and this this third identity is a new thing either i mean no. i mean a, like ancient history has ancient shown like history. um third genders and transgender people Absolutely. i mean they've been like in italy for example there's an entire room based on uh hermaphrodites and exactly. that kind of stuff and and native americans it's incredible because as soon as christianity and like the western ideals right swept the world um that was completely erased because they had one agenda and it was to get the man the white man to the top yeah everything they achieved that of course mm-hmm. they did they were a monolith um and so like you know all of these these beautiful identities that and these cultures surrounded them were part basically a race mm-hmm. um and it's sad because <clears throat> those um cultures own own community have swept them aside as well because they're just like well you know this is this is so far in the past yeah those teachings haven't been you know kept and they haven't been nurtured as they should have been so now these people that have existed for years like thousands and thousands of years are freaks now mm-hmm. because <laughs> because of what the western ideal because, because of what of the white man thinks exactly and it's incredible how much religion plays a part plays a part in the LGBT. oh oh my god it's yes phenomenal how in their in our business they are and over, it's over. not always inaccurate as well. Right. I mean, people tend to pick and choose from the Bible, oh and it it is ridiculous if you if you oh. do look into studies and that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, and, I have. And you look at what the Bible actually says oh, and that kind of stuff. Be any more different. I mean, I think uh, in terms of like gay representation, people get confused with a a, a subtext in the Bible where they talk about um, man must not lay with child. Yeah, exactly. Right translated to man yeah stupidly later on and then um the some sort of institution apologized because they they had translated it they had figured out they translated it wrong ages ago right. but it never came out of it, it never it, came it, out it, that you know it benefited them it benefits them for our oppression because they're always at the top yes they've always got the money they've always got everything and it's like wait a damn minute mm-hmm. like no this is so wrong and it's it's like it's funny and it's, I, d- I wouldn't say this is offensive because it's it's just a light joke. But me and my friends, me and my um trans friends, as a joke, would be like, um, you know how Mary became pregnant mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. conception, right? Um, we're like Mary's a trans woman. Mm. But could you imagine if he said that? To, oh um, my god! To a religious person, they'd explode. They Outrage. would literally burst into flames Outrage. and ascend. <laughs> it's literally outrage, literally, and it's just it's so crazy how we are. You know how state and church are meant to be so separated, yet they're they're not, and then that that then influences you know the governments, the states' um outlook on you know queer identities, queer sexualities, and stuff like that. Um, because for some reason the Bible says it's not okay mm-hmm. when it never said that in the first place. So it's just I just really can't. I'm I struggled with religion my whole life. Um. I studied philosophy and ethics at A levels. That didn't help either, because you know there was none of that. You you didn't get taught about how it <clears throat> it affects. No. You know queer people because they're never brought up in school anyway. Queer people. I yes. Think that's changing now. Um, well, we can slightly. talk about that. Yeah. Um. And so now I just I believe there's some spiritual force. There's something 
I believe there's something, but I don't believe in this kind of thing that is, you know, that is a man in the sky. I don't believe in any of that. Yes. I just, I just believe in, you know, there's this spiritual force that, you know, we, we all return to one day, maybe. Um, and that spiritual force is not judgmental and doesn't care if you sleep with another fucking man. Is this what you believe? I believe personally? That, absolutely. I'm not religious. Were you brought up Christian or? No, my parents, my family's actually all, well, most, I have Irish <clears throat> heritage um, because my grandparents were and they were like obviously heavily Catholic. Mm. Um, but obviously they're dead now because they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. Fine, they were horrible books. Um, but my parents, nothing. They don't nothing. care. Um, but they gave me the option to choose what I wanted to um, believe in. Um, and I just went with nothing too. Yeah. And then, then I started to <clears throat> experiment and be like, oh, what is religion? Maybe I could believe in this. And I just, I just couldn't. Like I couldn't, as when I started to understand more the values and the injustice that it, it creates. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that every Christian person, I'm not saying that every Catholic or whatever is an evil hatred, you know, induced being at all. I'm just saying that the concept itself and the ideals that are presented throughout all of their teachings, most of their teachings and stuff, do have really evil views yeah. on things well, that... I think that if you if you look, if you, I mean if you look at the Bible, there are lots of great, like, morals in it that mm-hmm. you could probably take away from, but Absolutely. I think I think you need to um, like, understand that we're in the present day and you need to take stuff from the Bible and you need to put it into the day, the age that we're in now. Exactly. Right, and you can't you can't accurately follow the Bible no. in this tight day. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, if we're really following the Bible, you can't mix cottons. You can't eat pork. Right. Like, but here we are mixing yes. cottons and eating pork. Mm-hmm. Like, it's <clears throat> the picking and choosing is such bullshit. And and the fact that you know we have come so far in terms of science, in terms of every aspect of our life, we've come so far as you know the world in general, and yet. Certain parts of our legislation, teachings, and ideals are stuck right back when the Bible existed. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Can we get in fast forward? Please bring us back to where we are. Like, right. I just... Right. I really just want to shake their fucking shoulders and be I like, do. please, yeah. wake up. Yes. We can't keep existing in this prehistoric era. 100%. Um, I, I think we... I think I just also like to point out that there there is still a lot to do within the trans community as well i feel like they still have a lot to understand and i don't know what your opinions are on uh pronouns and that kind of stuff and whether we should limit ourselves on how many pronouns there should be in general and that kind of thing because i i mean me personally myself i do there is a flaw with everyone naming themselves how they want in my opinion and I, I feel like we definitely need to have that conversation and sit down and think about it more and how we're going to plan to go ahead. Right. Absolutely. <clears throat> Pardon me. And that's a really, that's really, um, it's a really like prevalent theme, especially in. Especially with the right. Especially. And what they yeah. push. And especially with like um, the online culture we have at the moment. Right. Um, so obviously I'll bring your attention to you. Um, Oh, what are they called? What are they called? Wow, what? my mind just literally did a brain. They are um. <laughs> Try and explain what 
they're like Z there. Um, like Z them. What are they called? Z- um, Neo pronouns. Neo sorry, pronouns, right? That was it. So obviously, Neo pronouns have existed for a while, not mm-hmm. as long as like gender neutral pronouns like they there. Like they there. Yeah. Um, I personally don't understand. I, I, my, I can't my say I completely I understand, understand it either because I've always believed that they them encompasses what was perfect was, for was you. perfect for you know if you don't follow that binary yeah <laughs> but I think I've come to understand now mingling with younger people on the internet as to why they them doesn't cover it because we've we've established that gender is a spectrum mm-hmm. it it just is that's just how it works um. I think everything is on a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. Sexuality, sexuality and, gender. Yeah. And it's not just a spectrum of one, two, three. It's a spectrum of, like, there's a lot. Yes, like, you, yeah. Like, you can pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, with that being said, I think it's okay in terms of, you know, when you pick your pronouns to feel comfortable with stuff that's, like, Z-Zer or Z-Zem mm-hmm. because they still follow a grammatical format of being able to be used in a conversations so right. like they went to the shop today um z's over there um but my issue and i know especially this very prevalent in tiktok at the moment um is pronouns that are being used as in like baby baby self kitten right. kitten self yes so this is where it becomes almost like is the trans community a joke it it, it becomes what the right was mocking us for exactly and it becomes like is are we not to be taken seriously? Because that's obviously not going to be taken seriously. And I'm not being funny. I'm not going to call a minor baby self. And it doesn't work grammatically. And I'm not, I'm not complete. I'm not like taken away from someone's gender identity at all. But we have to be realistic. Right. Like (laughs) we do still have to be realistic. We still live in a society. We still do live in a society, (laughs) as the joker said. Um, And when I say like, for example, the online community, using those pronouns, between your friends that are like-minded, fine, mm-hmm. harmless. But if you're going to a job interview yeah. in real life, or you're going to, I don't know, apply for a passport, it's not going to cut it. No. It absolutely isn't. It's not, it can't be used in real life. It just can't. And that's why they, them, or, or like even they, them, which is, I don't think it's like legally a thing. Uh, um, not like yet, I don't think. Yeah. But I think even if like that's something you wanted to go for, absolutely fine. Because it, it's something that people can remember. It's something that people aren't going to have to like, like, think about when they're speaking, mm. which is obviously going to lead them to say the wrong thing. Um, but you, like you can use that stuff online because online isn't real. It's just it's between your friends. It's everyone's like minded. Everyone, you know, there's you've got the preset boundaries. You know what's Life is spontaneous, IRL. IRL, I just said IRL. IRL. <laughs> Game of speak. Um, <laughs> pardon me. And um, you can't expect people to use these insane pronouns. No. Like, I've literally seen ones that were like Mitski, Mitski self. Right. Which, it's, I mean, like, it's just, it creates a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah, creates yeah. a joke of trans people that are literally scared for their life. Because they're in real life trying to be validated, trying to be a valid existence, mm. and you, and then there's like people being like, "Well, you know, those people calling themselves baby and baby self." And it's like, no, that's like we're we're going back it's years here. This progress are, of yeah. making is is not is just being demolished by all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think when we do 
and I, and to like relate back to your question, yes, we need to be more. We need to have this talk and have this, you know, be like, look, in real life, we are like we have these these pronouns available that cover a wide spectrum, but you cannot use the ones that you think you can online because it doesn't work. It's not professional, and you know you can't expect people to follow them. Or to just to know what your pronouns are without you even talking about them. Exactly. And it's it's time to bite the bullet and then unfortunately, you know, talk to these young it's and it is the younger like really younger people, like Mm. fourteen to sixteen, that have these resources available to know what like being a trans identity is, but I and I completely am for like younger and child like transitions absolutely if you know i wish i literally wish i would have known my gender yeah like the started earlier but i think it's time to think about actually being serious about it instead of just being like here are my pronouns they don't make sense they aren't real words but like pizza pizza self here right. like i'm not even joking they're real oh um, my god and I think it's time to really talk about that and really bite the bullet and tell these younger people, like, look, keep those online. Use them between your friends. It's fine. If that makes you comfortable, do that. But you need to figure out what you want to be called in real life that's actually applicable in real life and what can be used. Mm. And the sooner that Band-Aid's ripped off, Band-Aid, wow, American. Plaster <laughs> ripped off. <laughs> um, You're going to keep hearing it now. Honestly, I'm going to actually cry. You're going to keep saying things in no, American and you're going to be like, um yeah as soon as that plaster is ripped off they're better because then we can all move on as the same community and yes. instead of being dragged behind by people that think it's some sort of right and you can like come around. come to the table with a solid idea, a solid that, idea. that people have to follow now exactly. yeah and um it's the thing is as well like i'm i'm lucky in the respect that i i mean the whole concept of passing we can talk about because that's a very prevalent trans issue. Right. Um, but I'm lucky enough to pass as she, her, like, without, you know, having to tell people. I'm mm-hmm. lucky enough that I put effort into that, because that's what I want. That's what makes me happy. But there is the issue of, like, getting people to realise that if you don't know someone's, like, gender by just looking at them, to just call them they, them. Because it's not... Because even if, you know... it. They, them is the safest option mm. in real life because, you know, if, if you say, oh, who are they? Someone who does know might just slip it in like, oh, she's the, or he's the, or they might continue using they. And then, you know, there's no aggravation. There's no, what's your pronouns? Which is fine. Asking for pronouns, absolutely fine. But it avoids that and it avoids the awkwardness, which does come with it sometimes. Um, And it's about coming to that conclusion as a society as like if you don't know ask but if you're not comfortable asking you know you say them they're, they're neutral so you can't mm. go wrong um but yeah it's i think we need to really think about how, how where the limit is yeah where 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 do we stop because because i feel like at the moment we don't have a stop point. we don't have a stop we, we just we just and keep like, going that's gonna just cause more hatred and violence towards people because it's getting to the point where it could like it's just gonna get silly 
and people are already for some reason struggle with the idea of you know not feeling happy in your own body so imagine what they're going to feel when you're coming up and like you need to call me baby and baby self and i'm 14 years old yeah (laughs) horrendous (laughs) um but yeah that's uh, like i completely i completely agree and i you know i'm open to like i'm open to a whole spectrum of ones that do work in real life but we need to separate that technological and like online presence to our actual real life identity because those two they're two different things like they really are Okay, what was that? I've been singing that song. Seven. I can't. Seven tall rats upon his back. It's such. Okay, go home. Listen to. Nobody talks about Bruno. It will. It's such a ball. I'm actually. I might play it to you after this because it's so good. Because I know you'll forget. You know how bad I want to go clubbing. I haven't been clubbing. I know. Like, gay clubbing is so long. But we are going to an actual. Rave, we are going to a queer rave, but that's not for a while. I feel like I, I, I want to go out soon. Clubbing's so dry at the moment; it's really bad, especially like gay clubbing or like just queer clubbing. I mean, since I, mean, I don't know when good. I last went, I went in London and it was amazing. London is good, but I mean, at the moment you're not going to get anywhere because basically, inadvertently, we're all being shut down, especially clubs because they are yeah. breeding ground. For COVID, Miss mm-hmm. Rhoda, the bitch. Is that why you're not going? Because you're <sighs> worried about. I'm worried. I'm worried because one, it's terrifying, but two, obviously, my mum's high risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so to keep her safe, and two, genuinely clubbing at the moment is so dry. <laughs> like, and I mean, I don't know what it was before I went because I feel like it. I started going gay clubbing. Yeah, like well, kind of quite recently. Yeah, like kind of after the first lockdown. So to actually, you know, bring it to our topic. Yeah. Um. Gay clubs used to be a safe space for gay people and LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. um, which is great. That's what they're there for. But. But. With a T. The T. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you will find more straight men and straight women in a gay club oh my God. than you will find gay people now. You are right. I'm literally like. Why? I saw I saw a straight couple kids in a gay club. I nearly threw up. I'm literally like, dude, like, outside. What are you doing here? Like, what are you doing here? And I get from a perspective of a woman. I do get like, if you feel unsafe going to like straight clubs and stuff, and you feel safe in gay clubs, fine. But you really need to realize that you are in a gay person's space. Mm-hmm. You are in an LGBTQ person's space. Mm-hmm. You respect that space. You do not overstep your boundaries. Fine, and like, you do your thing. But as soon as it becomes like a place for like straight people to pick up a fetish or a one night thing or oh god I can talk so much about that keep going oh keep going <laughs> and and as soon as it becomes a place for like the straight woman to be like yes queen yes slay oh my god gay yeah. bestie oh my gay god gay best friend you trans oh my god you oh. Would know this. oh my god fuck off <laughs> I will beat you up in this club and I will stay in this club and you be kicked out oh my god. I, I literally I've been to I've been to quite a few gay clubs. I've been to quite a few. See, there's like only about six lesbian clubs in the whole of the UK. There's, yeah, there's not many. No, there needs to there's, be more lesbian clubs. The amount of 
underrepresentation for like lesbians and that kind of stuff is insane absolutely disgusting no yeah crazy Um, but yeah, so like it's an issue within our own community because our spaces are being invaded mm-hmm. because it's obviously you can't beat someone in the head like oh you're gay you can go ahead yeah that's not a thing right um and if it was well there'd be a lot more beats than people would actually think did <laughs> he um, she said it not me yeah, I'm not wrong <laughs> um but like and that's the problem because these people are being let into our safe spaces mm-hmm. into our spaces where we exist without prejudice about anything. Where we can't do so in straight clubs, or we can, but it's, you know, there's looks, there's talks, there's stares. Um, right. Or there's hate crimes, like, legit, straight yes. up, like, being attacked, being verbally abused, or whatever. Um, and I'm just, like, when does it become, you know, how how do you tackle this as a community? How do you, like... And I think, I don't think it's our fault. I don't think it's the, the queer community's issue to tackle. No. Because... We're we're not we're doing what no. we're meant to be doing in our in our queer spaces. It should be the people that brand themselves as allies coming into these spaces and taking them up and pushing us aside. That right. need to be checking themselves and realizing that they're in our spaces. They need to be on the side. They yeah. need to be protecting us when we need it. Yeah, well, it's because I mean, since recently, kind of gay culture has become like very popular i feel like in like Hugely everywhere popular. like Absolutely. like what we're doing like ballroom and that kind of stuff is all very so um huge now it, yeah it's become a real like uh like Drag tourist queen center and that kind of stuff yes like oh my god skyrocketed like it's since yeah i knew dra- i've known drag queens since i was like four because mm-hmm. although my parents struggled with my with me coming out as trans um which i can talk about in a bit but um They've always been, had like gay friends. They've always had drag queen friends. Um, that's just them. They're they're very open in that respect, um, and they are very very open people now. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing now that these drag queens, like these huge drag queens, um, that are so famous because people have just started to realize what drag queens are, and they've just started to realize how good it is that like you know. At its comedy, at, at how beautiful it is, how how much of an art form it is, and there's right. drag across every culture. Everywhere. There's drag, like there's Japanese drag, there's Japanese like art form. Like, there's like straight drag there's now straight as well. Drag. There's like which, which is... I don't know if I'm okay with. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that. let them have it because it's just gonna be dusty yeah, anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but like it's in it's insane. Like every culture, every um ethnicity, every race, whatever, they all have their versions of it, and like. I mean, it, it all collectively gets known as like drag. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just now so prevalent. And like same with like ballroom and same with all of these things. And it's like gay, gay was an accessory, especially like male gay was an accessory. Like the gay like, best in like friend. 2000. Yeah. Like, late 2000, like 2010. So I de- like, I'm yes, definitely like, like people have, I am. And my friend actually told me this as well. When I was, when I first, like I mentioned previously about me being like a theater gay and how, and as soon as it apparently became obvious, lots of people were coming up to, to not even me, but my friends and saying, oh, I'd love to have a gay best friend and that kind of stuff. Insane And people are like, girl, like there's this they one will. girl, this girl at uni, she's so sweet, but she's ridiculously stupid. And she, she said to me like, oh, I'm just so happy to have a gay best friend now. Like, it's so great. And I'm, I'm like, no, no well, okay. But leave like, this space. I don't mean which... to be objectified at all, but you know, it is what it is. I, it's so insane to me. Yeah. Um, like how these trends come about where it's like b- before it used to be gay best friend mm. um and and like 
now it's like just queer entertainment yeah. is is now a trend. And I'm like, you, 10 years ago, <laughs> you would have been screaming at your screen, like, get off, you're like, you know, drunk with a beer in your oh, hand. And now you're like, yes, queen slay. I'm straight yes, though, but I would slay. fuck you on a damn low. <laughs> yes, queen. Like, that's what it is. Didn't she like that? And it's just like, I think, and I've always thought this, hmm. bisexual or pansexual should always be the default. As I like, always thought that. I thought every, I. I think when you're born, you should never be assigned. Never a be assigned. Boy, like, if you're gonna get boy straight, should have never been. The, the, de- the default. default. It shouldn't have been. No. Why? Why when there's a middle? Right. Did we go to one side? How right. does that make any sense? Right. <laughs> like it's so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the similar, there's a similar thing like to there's like similar parenting styles to that with um, uh, gender identity because like some parents raise their children as like. Uh, gender neutral and they get to pick right like the colors and then yeah like stuff, and, yeah. and they can pick what pro- like i know pronouns and stuff like that are hard for younger people like very young people to understand but y- you say that these people you straight people say hard. that but they be they be saying he she to pe- right. he she presenting people yeah. like i'm sure if you really sat down and actually cared about your children you would teach them about these things if you just never made it an issue then it would then never it wouldn't be an issue become an issue um <laughs> right <laughs> And so I think there should always be that middle ground of like, Definitely. you know, you can choose, you can choose. And then you'd have so much less prejudice. You'd have so much less just stress of like, what's the norm? Right. Why is not being the norm bad? Why is this? And like, why are we so concerned with that? Like, why? And if we, if we did that, then people like you, for example, wouldn't have to grow up so depressed no, and literally, confused. Like, people that have killed themselves would be alive it's oh, as simple as that 100%. like and it just goes to show how flawed of a like how flawed of a system we we still got mm-hmm. and we still have mm-hmm. and i know it's it, reformation you know ref, we should reform everything it's not gonna happen let's be real we can't like it, it's a nice fall and it might happen in hundreds and hundreds of years but right now we can't just knock everything down kill the capital like hunger games kind of business mm. um at least I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, not in my lifetime. But we can make different changes. We can make changes. Our generation now can make changes for our own children. So so it, it does become normal. Mm-hmm. We have the power to start this. We have the power to completely wipe out those boomer ethics <laughs> and those millennial fucking... Definitely. Oh. I don't know why millennials creep me out. What are boomers just saying? Piss me off. I know they. They are. I don't know what it is, but they're just, oh the side. Well, part. I feel. Wait, actually, first, I'm. Gonna be, we can talk about millennials because I have some things to say. <laughs> but I do. I actually have a story because we previously talked about um, uh, like straight people invading this gay space, and uh, quite recently, I was in I was in Nottingham, for example, and I just couldn't handle the straight. So I I went up to Manchester to visit my friend who's at uh, Manchester Uni. And we, she's quite queer. Uh, she like she comes across as quite queer as well. And we both went into the gay village. We got very drunk, um, and she got spiked. And it was crazy. I mean, she was distraught afterwards. It was. I was questioning because I did not expect that she would, of all people, get spiked in a gay club. Like what? Insane. What the fuck? And it it begs the belief because it's like. You don't know it was that a hate crime? Was that a well? Obviously, it was a hate crime, but was it like was it there the intention of like damage, or was there the intention of just like taking advantage of someone? And it's so scary because there's so many aspects to it. It's not just black and white where it's like in a straight club, a girl's gonna get spiked because a guy wants to, mm-hmm. you know. But when it's in a queer space, it's like 
was it done out of spite? Was it done out of confusion? Was it done out of, like, you know, sexual confusion or this, 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 and that? There's so many aspects to it. And it's, it is, which is why I think we need more strict, we we need much more strict measures when it comes to, like, you know, allies and straight people in queer spaces. And I know you can't be like, well, you're this and you're that, you're straight. But I think when, when we are inviting, like, straight people or just, you know, even, even sometimes, like, cis people into, like, these spaces, mm-hmm. they need to be made aware of, like, how, if, like, their, the repercussions of their actions, how serious they will be. Because, you know, we can't be, we can't be beating around bush anymore. 100%. Because, like, lives are at stake. Like, mm-hmm. your poor friend, like, absolutely disgusting. And I know spiking is very prevalent at the moment. Um, just Oh, my God, but, like, it's crazy, it's the spiking. Disgusting. Especially, like, in Nottingham, that kind of stuff. You would not believe... It's the most vile thing that I can think of. And if anyone does it and can nibble themselves after, I mean, they deserve death. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Absolutely damn right. You cannot say that you deserve to be a human being. No. After doing that. You really can't. Um, And, again, like, it's women or queer people that experience it. And, mm-hmm. like, it's so s- scary because it's like, how, how do you how do you tackle this? And Word. And again, it's it's not our issue to tackle. It should be right the yes. people, the sh- fucking straight it's not our men problem. that should be being taught, being mm-hmm. told what the fuck are you doing? How have you? How is your mind this fucked? Yeah, that here you are doing this. I feel like they just consider it a a joke. To be honest, I mean, there was there was a small phase where they were going around and um they'd like uh, inject someone with I don't know what it was, but then they'd leave a note in their pocket saying. I've just given you like HIV or something, and um, I don't know if those I don't know if those they actually did, but it was like a scare tactic thing, and that is purely just for their entertainment. It's like, and it's it's crazy to me that it's almost like they don't see us as oh human my God, beings, yeah, because or women or they don't see women, women as, human beings. as human beings, and it's it's <laughs> it's incredible mm-hmm. that this is what. You know, this is how we've developed as a society, and this is how men have developed. Um, you know, straight cis men have developed. Yeah. Like, we really are in an age where it is literally straight cis white men against the world. Mm-hmm. Like, and yet there's so many of them, so and many. they keep multiplying. And they always are so disappointing. <gasps> they're so disappointing I in every aspect of their life. In every like, aspect. Like, I used to like dabble in like Tinder and stuff like that. Oh yeah. And <laughs> you do like, you. I mean, I'm doing Tinder. So. Well, the thing is, I so I've been diagnosed with like bipolar, mm-hmm. and as one of the um, so obviously that's like you have like depressing like depressant days, like downers, yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. and you have like um the oh, what's it called? That's an M. My memory is so bad. It's like. <laughs> And then you have these fits of, like, euphoria or, like, right. days where you are, you are so, like... Or you're so you're, happy like, and oh thriving, God, I have, yeah. But it's, like, to the point of where it's, like, detrimental to your life because, like... Oh, my gosh. Can, like, generally, like, I've spent so much money before. Right. Because, like, there's, like, because I've been so, like, manic. Mania, that's it. I've been so manic. I'm, like, I, sp- I spend, like, thousands of pounds. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, great, but why? That? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and so another symptom of that was, like... um going on like tinder 
and like obviously sexual gratification and stuff like that and like mm. dating and dating as a trans woman is already one of the most difficult things to navigate in the world and because it's dangerous as well. very dangerous and it's that's mainly how trans women end up dead is because they mm. you know a man will sleep with them and of course he enjoys it because they're all women um and he then feels for some reason some shame or whatever and then takes that out on the trans woman right. because you know that's her fault for some reason and so it's it's hard navigating around straight intended especially even like like just apps as like a trans person because the the big thing is like how do you tell if i am i like you know am i a fetish mm. is this person fetishizing me or am i or is this person ca-? and like that was the trouble i was having because <clears throat> i was like so many people some like gorgeous people were like swiping like right is it on me yeah, that's right. um yeah. and it's been such a long time um and that like fueled my ego and it made me like i'm so pretty and so gorgeous and like <laughs> blah blah and like they th- say all these lovely things mm. but it's like then that then then you have the thing like but is it a fetish reason and nine times <sighs> out of ten it is that's the problem is it like most it's insane to me that and i've only just started to realize this how fetish tra- like trans people are especially trans women they like oh my god it's, it's insane it's yeah it's insane like and it's all secretive it's all like down low mm. and it's it's literally an, a real life minefield because i'm like dodging dick pics i'm dodging unsolicited everything i mean can you name a specific time when this has happened like can i literally recently oh, okay like oh my god so i then decided after tinder right whatever i'll go to tamey which is like an lgbtq app okay um i was like you know what I'm, but I'm, the thing is as well, this is, like, the reason why it relates to bipolar is because I only just do this in, like, a manic episode, because I need that, like, I need that gratification, I need that validation, um, and so I downloaded this because I thought maybe it'll be easier, maybe this will be different, maybe, and because I'm happy being on my own, I'm happy being single, I'm happy just living a whole life, I'm happy mm-hmm. just working on myself, um, but for some reason, every time and it's always when I'm drinking as well. This happens as well. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's so bad. Um, so I downloaded this app and I was like, it's things are going to be different, obviously. Because there's, you know, there's going to be a lot of queer people. And I want to, I want to, you know, be more in, in like, with queer, queer people, with, like, women, with stuff like that. And it was literally all straight men on this no LGBTQ way. dating app. Literally, in the title lgbtq dating app yeah or straight men well and they like they identify as straight identify themselves as straight and in this app you can like join groups of like you know people you're looking for every single one of them join groups like um my love for trans women uh and yet they identify as straight it's like it's like they can't even like even type (sighs) out that they're they might be slightly queer i cannot like of course you can be straight and like a straight man and date a trans woman because oh, trans yes, women are women. Of course. Of course. And like vice versa. Mm-hmm. But the fact they were on a dating site just to find trans women so they can have sex with them in secret. I was literally like, but I was, I was, it was in a manic episode. So of course, like I was like talking to all these different men. And you were like, like full yes. steam ahead. Literally, I was like, like... full steam ahead. I'm going for this. <laughs> and then I, and then it was like, and it, then, then the sadness comes and then the, and then I'm like, this is my life. I'm literally a fetish. Oh, Here God. I am. And Sorry. like, but it, uh, but it's the same. It would be the same for you as well. Like gay men yeah. 
fetishized as well by like even by women. Like yeah, you, oh my like god, we can talk almost about especially queer by women. baiting and that kind like, of stuff. Yowie yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. is insane. Queer baiting is so prevalent in this. And still prevalent still. in this day and age. Oh, more so, I'd more say. More so. Um, and it's just, it really begs belief um, that, you know, our, even our safe spaces online are evaded. Being infected. Infected by the ick that is straight men. <laughs> and it's just like, I can't control the fact that I am attracted to men mm-hmm. just as much as I can't control the fact that I'm attracted to women as well. Um, or like, Sucks, doesn't people. it? I question it every day why right? I am sexually attracted to these Genuinely. fucking idiots. And I'm like, but then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go in, I'll go in a queer space and like find a, you know, I'll find someone that's a queer, yeah. masculine, a masculine, you know, a queer mask person, or you know, whoever. No, none. No, they're straight men. They're always there. They, you, they're like a stink that you can't get rid mm. of. And I know I'm like shitting on like straight men right now. Speak your truth. But, like, you know, unfortunately, when the majority do, you know, when the majority are like that, the I mean, majority are like that, do? what yeah. can you do when you've only had negative experiences? Mm-hmm. But it's it's so hard because, like, fetishes are normal things. They are good things to have. A fetish is a, is a normal sex, you know, you should, they're, they're good to experiment with. Definitely. But not when it's someone's identity and someone's life. Not when you're fetishizing people based on a certain characteristics of, of themselves because then right. that borderlines a hate crime. No, honestly, because you're it does. you're fixated on someone's characteristic mm-hmm. to the point you're not where taking them seriously. you're not taking them seriously. It becomes only like like it's an objectification. Object. Yeah, you are an object to them, and it's it's those things that make me sad, especially because like there are success stories, there are trans women out dating you know, straight cis men mm-hmm. or trans women dating, like, um, women or non-binary people, and <clears throat> that's great. But it's it's so sad and it's scary because you just have to, you really have to be careful. And there are such, so many more chances that you're going to get hurt. There's so many more chances that you're going to experience so much hatred. Mm. Um, one false move, that's all it takes. Yeah. And... You know, it's so sad because, like, my trans sisters that have, you know, been killed because of that reason, you know, they didn't deserve that. Of course they didn't fucking deserve that. Oh my they, God, no. they were just trying to live their life. It's it's just crazy that, you know, it all roots back into the prevalence of cis straight white men. I mean, Again. can you give a, um, a way that we could, like, fight this? Like, how do we, how do we go about fixing this issue? Yeah, I think one... And I think this actually is a trans issue rather than like a straight issue. Okay. Because what I what I would say is that I I can't speak for the I can't speak for every trans woman. I can't speak for every trans person. But as me and a couple of my friends have, you know, we've talked about the fact that we require that validation. We require mm. that that objectification in a way because you've been denied it your whole life mm. that when you finally get it it's literally like it's amazing like high it's genuinely yeah. like high and but it's such a fleeting high that this is something that we need to work it's on because like we don't like we can just not you know as like a community as myself i should be able to go i don't need this fucking person's validation 
I can go and be appreciated actually for my, you know, personality and yeah. just me with a queer person or, you know, something like that. But the high, the, the validation, and, and I'm, I know a lot of trans people experience the same thing where, mm-hmm. like, you go looking, whether it's for sexual gratification or it's for validation, and that makes it, and I think that makes it think, makes straight people think that it's okay or makes it think that, you know, well, if, if you know, they're, they're reciprocating it and being like, yeah, that's cool, then I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I find this hot, I think this is, this is my fetish, blah, 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 blah. They, <laughs> they don't know better. They think, oh yeah, this is great, you know, we're just, this, this thing to me yeah. makes me feel good. Um, so it, I think it's an issue that needs to be tackled on both sides, but we, I can't, we can't rely on trans, um, we can't rely on straight men to do that. Hundred percent. Of course not. No. They oh have my god, no. No concept of that. So I think as trans people, we need to. And I'm not speaking for all trans people like at all. I'm just saying from the ones that are like me that do do that. We need to realize that our worth isn't rooted in straight men's approval. Oh my god. Absolutely not. Like it's not rooted in anyone. In anyone's approval. It should come from your own self, mm-hmm. and it should come from the feeling that you feel when you finally realise that you are what you are meant to always be. Um, and that's the only way we can tackle it, is really, like, working on ourselves, working on our community as a whole, and really, like, staying close with each other. Um, but... I mean, would you say that you're now in a position where you are, you don't need anyone else's approval? Have you, like... I would love to say that. <laughs> right. I would love to say that. And I've come a long way, a huge mm. long way, like seriously a long way. But that I, I'm honest enough to say that there are cert- certain aspects that I do need to work on and I need to even start working on. Mm-hmm. And that's one of them. Like, you know, it's just, it's really hard because it, it becomes more than just a transition. It, it becomes like a... I guess a mental illness issue like right. you weren't getting enough this as a child so now you're this and it's I'm sure a therapist could have a field day oh but my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I think absolutely I've come a long way but in this aspect of like the validation and the need and the and it all ties into the the need like the trans issue of like passing which yes. is a really prevalent issue in the trans community um because it was always seen, because obviously trans people have always, always existed, but it was always seen, you will always, only be taken seriously as a trans person if you pass as the gender that you are. Right, you are. but people which, aren't trying to pass anymore. But exactly, which is fantastic. But I think as a community, and again, I'm speaking for myself and other people that think like this, we've come to the point where some of us are like, we have to pass. And, it, and, if, we, and if someone... And if we don't pass, oh my god, that's the worst thing ever. And and like, what even is passing? Like, that's such right. a stupid concept. It's so dumb. Like, why is this something that we've decided that we need to be? Right. That's like um, like gender stereotyping. Exactly. We've we've somehow gone so radical. We've stereotyped yeah. ourselves. We've stereotyped and it's like passing is so stupid because it's like because that doesn't make you a woman. Because it doesn't make you who you are. No. Like um, but. I think for some people, I think in some cases it's necessary, and it's necessary sometimes to, if you can pass to, you know, to 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 have safety to 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 be, you know, like if if you know the only way you're gonna get 
somewhere safely as if yeah. you're you know not appearing queer then do it you know do it for your own safety um but the the <laughs> i struggle with it all the time i have this i've i've always had this clinical and like this crazy fear of oh my god what if i don't pass what if this person accidentally like what if this person knows Realizes. does this person know does this person know oh my god he they know he knows yeah. oh my god he knows he knows no they don't and like why does it matter like <laughs> why is my brain literally up there like burn it down they know yeah throw the effort everything away like you need to get rid of it all it's it's so crazy mm-hmm. it's so and, and it's it's partly well obviously you know our own brains are to blame but it's not our fault we've been made to think that passing is the only option for us and now and now people are you know they, they don't care about surgery they don't care about hormones you know because gender is a spectrum it's an identity you don't need to match what's on the inside outside exactly that's not anyone's business mm. at all that's your own business and however you want to present yourself outside if that want, if you want that to match the inside great if you don't fuck yeah mm-hmm. like like i'm so glad that so many more androgynous people are existing and so many more like gender neutral people like are coming forward and just showing that you can exist in a space between is that you? That was like, I think that was like my stomach. I don't know where that came that from. That was but... my stomach rum. I'm like actually really hungry. Um, but yeah, like it's it's so crazy to me hmm. how we've let this infect the community. Like there have like even been times where like I've seen like a Reddit, um, <laughs> a Reddit like page. Everything where, is on Reddit. Oh I God, get so much Reddit stuff on Reddit. Horrifying. But um, I've even seen like on Reddit like. Of like um oh my gosh of like there there was like competitions yeah of like who can pass the most how insane is that how absolutely benign of a concept <laughs> yeah like and it's and like it's, it's, it's also pitting like, people against each it's other also like passing the most in whose eyes in like whose who eyes? are you trying to impress who are you impressed and who who gets to dictate who passes more right and like who gets to dictate who's like what passing and does, even is does that also mean that um like cis women are if they are moderately more androgynous then and if they don't pass as women or do they not pass right and then this begs and then this also like you know ties into the fact that like men especially and turfs completely completely encompass a woman's identity as their reproductive organs oh my god yes. <laughs> me, because for some reason because like they will say like a straight man or a straight white man or what a turf will be like you're a man because you have this, this, and she's a woman because she has ovaries. So what happens Excuse to the woman that had her ovaries removed? The cis woman that had her ovaries removed because like, of cancer. Like intersex, yeah. <laughs> what happened to intersex people? What happens when, you know, an ovary transplant or whatever becomes available for a, a, a trans woman? Mm-hmm. What happens? Because it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do so much. And, like, ha- their arguments never hold up. And it's like, Wait a damn minute. Like, you don't know what you're talking about here. You <laughs> just want to spew your hatred because you are... I, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, I, I generally don't. I can't comprehend how you're such a hate, hateful person. Yeah. My... Sorry, I'm literally just talking so much Keep here. Keep going. <laughs> My um, childhood role model was J.K. Rowling. The Harry no Potter way. author. 
literally I read the, I was the biggest Harry Potter fan genuinely were you a fan of her in general or the books I was just a fan of her because like she made like the books and her I was like you know she created this mm. this this world she created I like love this right. world and there were concept in, concepts in there that I could relate to as a trans person like concept that obviously now I know she didn't mean for it to be like I a mean there were issue. definitely a lot of metaphors within a lot the book. of metaphors yeah. um, but there are also a lot of problematic metaphors oh. um, because she's a fucking bitch um <laughs> But it destroyed my world knowing that she was a turf and the kind of shit that she comes out with. Like, there's this recent tweet, very recent, like the last couple of days, where she was like, something, something is this, something, something is that. And the the, um, penis individual that raped you is a woman. But the way she phrased it was meant to be, as in like, it was was in a a reply to the Scottish um, law that had basically been placed that whoever's um you know the victim and the perpetrator of the crime will be you know treated as their presented gender right um and then that was her reply basically a very common turf reply a very common turf fucking wait can we just explain what turf yes of course so turf is trans exclusionary radical feminist oh uh okay so that's it's literally a it would be a cis <clears throat> a cis woman um and even some and even lesbian women unfortunately because mm-hmm. they are they will and they they we the the word turf got used as a derogatory uh word towards them and they've claimed it as their own because they you know they think they're cool like that um but they are women that and they, they are cis women only <laughs> that believe that trans women are basically cosplaying as women and it's uh, are invading their bodies and their personal bodies by pretending to be tr- uh, women so they're only cis women only cis so women. caitlin jenner wouldn't be a turf no. i guess i mean if if a trans woman is a turf they they're literally excluding themselves so it <laughs> couldn't possibly work um it's only um cis women that don't believe that trans women or just trans people in general should exist because right. they are they think trans women are predatory. They think that they're going to go to the bathroom and spy on children. Trans women are just trying Ridiculous. to exist. Ridiculous. <laughs> We're tired. We want so, to use the bathroom, so please. Same with trans men. Leave us alone. I mean, that argument that one of the issues is that these trans people will go into bathrooms and like try and rape women is it's just insane. ridiculous. And you know what? The statistics are really funny because it's literally the other way around. Complete opposite. Like, it's, and if a tra- like so if if they're scared that a man's gonna come into so they their their argument is like oh this um this man in a dress is gonna come into the bathroom and rape me <laughs> then your issue is with that man not the trans not a trans woman because that's not a trans woman <laughs> right. it's a man like <laughs> they're not realizing that feminism is not feminism without trans fucking people mm-hmm. just like feminism isn't feminism without black people without like asian people without any of these people you can't have it you cannot have any of it <laughs> you can fuck off mm-hmm. because you don't deserve to sit there and be like us as cis women and then they hate the word like cis because it's like why are you calling us that it's because but like we there wouldn't be a problem we wouldn't have to call you cis women and us trans women if you didn't exclude us but now we have to put a label on it. We have to be like, 
well, trans women, cis women. So I just refuse. I just say woman because like that's right. what it is. Yeah. Call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And but turf people, oh, they are just the worst because it's like we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Mm. Like that sort of thing. Like we get it. Like we're women. You're women. No one can take away from your womanhood. Nothing can. You are a strong woman. But for some reason, you think this is affecting you. You're going to put all of your efforts into hating trans women Mm -hmm. because you're scared. Right. But you're not scared anymore. Because if you were scared, you would tackle the real fucking threat, which is straight white men. (laughs) Speak your truth. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. It's like, let us help you. Mm. We are in the same boat. We are, I mean... They and their arguments like, but you know, you don't understand what peer is like, and we get uh, taught, you know, we get objectified because of, because of our peers and stuff like that. Fine, you know, but we're understanding. We get it. We get the same women issues. Like we can understand what it's like to be catcalled. We can understand what it's like to be sexually assaulted and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we are compassionate and, and we we understand what it's like. You know, we don't understand exactly what it's like to have a period, whatever. But we we can show compassion and we, we can help. We can, you know, we can help fight. There's strength in fucking numbers and you're excluding a lot more people than you think because right. there are a lot more fucking trans people that exist than a lot of people think. Right. Um, and it just turfs and... So turfs and straight men are basically the same thing. If you told a turf that, they would cry because they hate men as well. Right. Which is why they hate trans women. But in terms of like their opinion, they're the same. Thing. Exactly the same. And having the same opinion as a straight man. Ew. 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 Let's sort this out, Tess. Come on. Come on. <sighs> but yeah, it's it's just <laughs> here we are in I mean, luckily I you know, J.K. Rowling I managed to get past it. I did have a breakdown. An episode. An episode, mm. yeah. I was literally like I threw out all of my Harry Potter merch I had so much I literally threw it I ripped it from the walls I was like I hate you (laughs) and it wasn't even any of their fault it was J.K. Rowling but I was like you know I don't want anything to do with the merch because you know that's the association I've kept one set of books because they're still so important to me like the story just like scribble out her name on the yeah like cross it like Shakira wrote um Harry Potter that's what we're saying now Shakira wrote it because she's a bitch Mm -hmm. and not Shakira J.K. Rowling um but it just goes to show like sometimes it be your own people sometimes it really do no it really do and I mean there's there's still so much transphobia in the like the gay community and in like lesbian community which I've touched on with the turf issue but even gay men the older gay men like they are obsessed with drag queens, right? They're like, yeah, it's great. But I, I knew a gay man that was like, trans women, are, like trans people are like, we don't need that in the the rainbow, the LG, the LGB. LGBT. There is a legit movement that's like, LGB. 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 Get rid of the T. And it's like, bitch, you wouldn't I have just... rights about the T. <laughs> right. You wouldn't have rights. That's ridiculous. How about we turn back the time? Let's <laughs> see you fight your, for your own fucking rights. It's like because it was trans, it people, was trans were, people. They were at the forefront, forefront, weren't they? They were fucking throwing mm. the shit for you, bitch. And Completely and utterly. I, I just literally um, we should not be fighting in our own fucking community. And the amount of racial injustice in our community is still so prevalent and mm-hmm. disgusting. Fucking vulgar. Sort yourself out, right. like re- genuinely. The same with like, oh, who was it? Like the other day, I was like, I was with this um gay man. 
friends. I wasn't with him. But I was, like, talking to this gay man uh, that someone knew. Yeah. And he was an older gay man. And he was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm just, like, into Asians. And I was like, but But then again, he's, like, he's personifying this fetish that there's that apparently these Asian people are, right? And, and it's, it doesn't make sense. Even by saying he doesn't like them, you're still for some Right, it's like the whole no fats, no femmes, no yes, Asians. Yes, yes, yes. And it's like, oh God. And, and no, like, black people. Um, and it's like, preferences aside, preferences, you can have a preference. Preferences, oh, the colour of someone's hair, or like, um, the, you know, the colour of someone's eyes, or something like that. Your preference is not someone's fucking race. That's not a preference. Preach. Not a fucking preference. Speak it, girl. You do not get to say that. You do not get to stand there and go, yeah, but I don't like black people. Because that's racist. <laughs> exactly. Like, because a black person doesn't, like, isn't, you know, a preference is someone, you know, a feature like a nose. Um, You know, I like people with big noses. This, this. <laughs> you're, you're saying you don't have black people is you don't like black people, what, because they're black? Because, because that's, the, the stereotype you're putting them in, that right. they have these features, they have right, this, right, right, this right, right, which right. is why I don't like them. That's so wrong. You can't do that. You can say, I don't like someone because, you know, they're bloody... Because in essence, you're saying you don't like the colour of their skin. You don't like the colour of their skin. Racist. Which is racist. Let's get into it. <laughs> like, And it's the same. Like This gay guy was like, yeah, I just don't like Asians. And I'm like, and, and so I was like, so so why? <laughs> so why then? And he was like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't like him. And I was like, but why? <laughs> Tell me. I'm here for it. I, let's you know, talk. let's talk about this. And he could not give me one good reason. Mm. Um, and they never can. They can never tell you why they don't like. No. And it's like, and I'm just like, so what you're telling me is, is that you are just racist. <laughs> That's so, what I'm getting from, yeah. from this right now. And racists deserve to burn. So mm-hmm. let's move on here. And I was just like, in our own community, we should know better. We should do this better. Is, yeah, this is the thing, is that you would expect them and all they've gone through to understand that, I mean, even if you you don't necessarily agree with it, you need to em- empathise with them Absolutely. and understand that what, what they're going through and maybe take it easy. Right? Like, I just... And again, it it's like, it brings the whole fetish thing. There's a whole other spectrum of, like, only liking, like, Asian people, mm. only liking black people, because that becomes then the fetish, which is objectified which are objectifying them, which is racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we need to really be checking ourselves as, like, a community in this because, like, I, you can, of course, like, you know, you, you may have dated a few black people. Right. Fine. And, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it it's sticky because uh, I wouldn't say you're not allowed to have preferences. Absolutely, on, yeah. Because often maybe you're just a fan of like their culture and what course, they believe in absolutely. and all these like certain people who have similar cultures fine, and that kind of stuff. as long as it's respectful right but as soon as you start bringing in the color of your skin and stereotypical features yes that you believe that you believe because some cartoon from like 1920s said that's that's what they are mm-hmm. that's when it needs to be checked it and it an happens issue. too often like it happens in like the straight community of course like with fucking straight people and the white community but in, as like in the fucking um, the queer community, we should be really checking ourselves because we know what it's like mm-hmm. in all fronts. Oh my god! I don't, I'm just really hungry. It's should like, we take? We can take a break if you'd like. I'm. I'm I mean, I need the toilet anyway, so yes. Yeah, but do I'm, you have any more? You're on a roll right now. Do you want to keep going until <laughs> you're? You know, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. We got this. Um, but yeah, so like, I think 
tackling race, racial injustice in our com- own community is integral to like it, it is just as important and is linked to like tackling the trans issue mm-hmm. in our community because you know you can't have you can't have it without either of those things um and yeah it's 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 incredible to me that we have these role models and then they turn out to be fucking castles <laughs> <laughs> um, cunts yes that's what they are they are cunts love that <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah it's it's crazy to me. Absolutely it's crazy. 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 Okay, we are going to take a break because I need a toilet. toilet. But before I say that, I just, because I'm going to forget it otherwise, there was, we were talking about, um, like, men going into bathrooms and that kind of stuff. And I just wanted to say that if a man is in a position where he wants to rape someone, a gender-specified label on the door is not going to stop him. Not going to stop him. He's going to go in and He's do it either do it. way. And he will do it. That's yes, the problem. Exactly. So you like if you're gonna blame trans women for that, that just seems completely unrelated to the actual issue. Mm-hmm. You just have a problem with trans women. Mm-hmm. Just say it what it is, call it what it is. Yes. I wanna know that you hate me. That I can actually <laughs> Tell me you hate me. Just tell me you hate me. Tell Don't me tell me that me. I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> trust me. It could be far from the truth. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. <laughs> Anyway, be back after these credits. Be back after the <laughs> after the adverts. After the adverts. After the adverts. Da, da, da. Oh, I get we're recording. Wait. <laughs> I saw Jesus. Oh my I god! That is. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. She's literally orgasm. Literally! <laughs> that was I love the A I love the A I love ASMR. I've never been into ASMR. Really? Never, I'm really into it. Literally never. I don't sleep to it or anything, I'm not like that, but like I really love the sounds. ASMR. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry, we're getting so sidetracked. Uh, ask me, ask me your question. Okay. Well. Well. I was like pondering the web a little bit, and I came across some facts and statistics that had me not happy. Shook. I was shook by these statistics. They were quite shocking. Yeah. Um. Basically, this is off um, Vice World News and. It basically found that homophobic hate crimes have risen by 210% over the last six years. So this is since 2015, 2016. That's tripled. They've tripled. Um, And over the same period, transphobic hate crimes have risen by 332%. That's quadrupled. This is in the last five years, by the way. So since 2015, 16 to 2020 and 2021. Um... There have been reportedly about six, so 6,363 reports of hate crimes based on sexual orientation in 2014 and 15. Um, this was the same year that same-sex weddings um, became legal in Great Britain, which is a shock. Uh, that seems much too recent. It is, though. That's the problem. Well too recent. Um, and But this is compared to 19,679 reports in 2020 and 2021. Um 
uh, for transphobic hate crimes, there were in 2014 and 15, there were only 598, and that has gone up to 2,588 in 2020, 2021. Um, now, this was a shock to me because for me, especially in the past, especially in the past five years, I've only seen a diverse growth in um, like representation and uh, homosexuality and like this uh, crazy like and so it's 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 mad to me that there has been this insane increase in homophobia and homo and reports of hate crimes in general and i just i can't wrap my head around it why why it's gone up by such an insane amount especially given how like with pride and everything and i don't know it just it was it was a big shock to me so obviously the less you know about something, the less statistics you're going to have. But the more something becomes prevalent <clears throat> and more understood, the more statistics that you gather, the more the more of an increase you get. So, for example, obviously, I'll speak for trans people because that's all I can, can do, is, say, in 20, 2001, trans, like, crimes against trans people, let's say, like, there was like I don't know, one hundred and four as like a just a, a rough not just nothing just as a base number, mm. and then you look at like a figure in twenty sixteen and the figures now, like to like two thousand. The increase is because obviously trans people have always existed. And these people and same with gay people. These people have always existed. Mm-hmm. The reason you have these these um figures now is because more people have come out, more people have become a part of that demographic instead of staying as, you know, a a previous demographic, like, you know, cis or straight. Um, And it's because of that. And and it is still severe. It's still way too fucking many people that are being hate crimes and killed or whatever. But because of that reason, because more people are coming out, because there's more representation... It's seeping into straight culture. It's seeping into straight people's. You know, they get to they they see it, and and because they're not taught that, and they're not, you know, explained how to process it or what it is at such a young age or or just ever, they see see it as it's an, it's a, it's an affront to them or or they'll see like you know it's their right to this is wrong this is gross I don't like this and I'm allowed to not like this because it's not natural mm-hmm. and it's so that's why the demo that's like why the numbers and the percentages go up because more people feel more confident to come out because they they're under the false pretense that you know it's all safe now nothing bad can happen but then the more people that come out the more people that is to experience hate crimes the more people that is to you know to be attacked to be verbally harassed to be killed even um and I'm not saying that's the only reason why it's gone up, you know. It could be misrepresentation in the media. It could be, you know, the increase of fucking the class difference. There, there mm-hmm. could be a racial difference. There could be there's so much to it. But I think the baseline is more people come out, more numbers. You know, it looks worse. Right. But I think I think the actual increase, if you looked at it, would just be like that. <clears throat> um. But that's not to say that that's good enough or good in any way, shape, or form at all. Um, so you're saying this is actually perhaps more of a positive? 
I wouldn't call it a positive. Not a positive, but like... Yeah. Mm, I'd call it, it's stagnant. It's shining more light on the yeah, actual it's, it's, issue. It's, it's, it's a negative because nothing's happened to decrease it. There may not be an increase, but that's still, it's not a good thing that it stayed the same. It should be a decrease at all times. I mean, they could... They could I mean, there could, could be a decrease, be a decrease because back in 2016, 2014, when there was reportedly only 200, they could have actually, yeah. in actual fact, been, I don't know, 30,000 or something Yeah, like and if you think of all the crimes that don't get reported by trans people cause, mm-hmm. uh, and gay people, because their claims don't get heard or yep. don't get taken seriously. So there's all of these things that get taken into consideration and how unjust and, and horrible it is that you never really get accurate figures. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. And I don't, I don't think there's a way to tackle that that's, you know, that's something I can do on my own. It's something that needs to be reformed. That's a whole reformation right there. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't not, you can't just be like, oh yeah, we can, we can definitely see how many trans people got um, hate crimes or attacked in this, in 2021. You can't because not all trans people have come out, you know, not all crimes get right you know talked about these statistics will never be accurate exactly it will never be accurate it's impossible um so these numbers and figures they have are usually on to to keep you know to make themselves look better usually on the skinnier side because they're like oh but you know our country's good for this because you know come to our country contribute to our economy it's all comes down to it Mm -hmm. and it's like no you just don't actually care enough to get the actual figures to make a place like if you think about places like like there's a statistic that the best place for trans people to live is like Sweden or Holland or something like that mm-hmm. even their statistics aren't going to be completely right because you know not everyone's out not everyone not every crime can be you know investigated and you know any crime but <laughs> but like not unfortunately you know the police force do have a lot to deal with they're not and like you know they can't deal with every crime um so i think i think in that respect like hate crimes as like a number is like like i can give an example like i've been hate crimed so many times but I've, i haven't reported like most of them so that's already missing numbers missing figures right um but i the, the one that happened most recently i did report to police so but does that get added to the figures who knows mm-hmm. did they even know it's a hate crime are they trained in this properly? Well, I think first we need to define what we consider a hate crime. I would consider a hate crime something that is on the lines of harassment, bullying, and discrimination based on your certain protected characteristic. Is there a difference between being hate crimed and then just general harassment because you are trans? I think trans? it becomes a hate crime when the intent there is to cause pain suffering is is to be vicious and uh, like evil hmm. i think harassment and bullying happens everywhere like you know everyone can be bullied everyone can be harassed but the moment it becomes a hate crime is when you know when there's a phobia involved you know like homophobia transphobia which is prevalent at the moment like in terms of being used in like you know transphobia was never really a word and now it's you know it's become a word um and i think a hate crime is is that is is literally you know it has to involve some sort of something Mm. against like 
someone it's a it's a phobia like it's it's always derived from a phobia mostly um and it's usually like it can be verbal it can be physical but there's the intent to do harm to that person because they're this and this so would you include like microaggressions in the hate crime yeah and i know i know microaggressions like it's hard because there are obviously if you're gonna add microaggressions you're gonna be there for years hundreds of years but i think for you know but for the sake of things they are hate crimes because at the end of the day, even if you don't real like even if you don't realise that you're doing these things, like for example, touching a black woman's hair right. or you know, making false stereotypes on people, you don't realise how harmful that is. And inadvertently it's a hate crime because you're com- contributing to the stigma and the stereotype around these protected pe like these people that are mm-hmm. vulnerable and you know, you're con- contributing to the you know the the culture around hate criming and and how it's so it's almost like a game of sport for some people and um, like you're talking about them you know this guy's going around like injecting people yeah like it's a sport it's a sport and that's a hate crime um <clears throat> like i can give you an example of like when i was hate crimed um like two different ends of the spectrums like one really bad one like you know i would say a microaggression yeah so um i'd say so a couple of years ago, when I first originally transitioned at work, um, <clears throat> I was very unsure of what I was doing. I was just trying on how to do makeup, stuff like that. Um, and I was wearing it to work, which, um, whatever. Um, I wasn't referring to myself as Zoe or she, her at that point, because I was too, I was really scared. Right. So I was just still what, who I used to be. Um, but I was wearing makeup. Um, and this guy... He um he was like why like why are you wearing that and I was like because you know I I like it <clears throat> and everyone can wear it like <laughs> it's basically just face it's paint just fucking like yeah. clothes have no fucking gender neither does fashion <laughs> right but um yeah so I I was like yeah because I like it and he was like well, you know that's for girls right and I was like I was trying to explain to him that what he was saying made no sense because like originally makeup skirts stuff like that was was originally created for men like kilts and stuff yeah. literally created for men um and even if it wasn't fashion is fa- it's it's just what you put on your on your skin like how yeah. how is it made for one point like right. how do you not see how society has created it this way mm-hmm. like how can you not see that um and he just wasn't getting it and then he was like he didn't say anything vicious or evil about it, but he was just like, well, I guess, you know, I have my ways and you have your ways. I wouldn't call that, like, a hate crime, but I'd call it a microaggression because it's like, you're, you're refusing to understand where I'm coming from. You're refusing to even acknowledge that what I'm saying is my own experience in my life mm. um, and you're in my business. And you're refusing to be disproven. Exactly. And, you know, like, he may not have known that I was trans. I, I just barely knew. But, um... I think, like, you should be, and, and like, you should be, you shouldn't be asking me these things. Like, I don't know you. It's none of your business. Um, And then on the other spectrum, literally about a month ago or so, so a month before that, so about two months ago, I'd barred this woman because she was very drunk and she pulled out a lump of weed accidentally and right. threw it on the, right. the bar in front of me. I was like, it's weed. I'm not going to, it's fucking Allow weed. That's it. it. Yeah. 
I mean, like, I'm not, obviously I'm not going to lie, but I'm not going to go, like, nine, nine and nine, like, mm. oh my God, come, it's weed, like, whatever. I was like, but you do need to leave. <laughs> like, yeah, you need to leave. And so she was like, you're a cunt, you're a he, she, blah, 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 and this, this. So she knew me before my transition, so she weaponized it, and I was like, oh, you're mm. a bitch. But I was like, fine, go ahead, it does not affect me in any way, shape, or form. Um, and then, so, she got escorted out. Um, and then a month later, she came back. So I'm this month later. I'm I'm a manager now because I am a quite a recent manager, mm-hmm. um, and I'm on a shift like managing a shift on my own. And so someone's called me from. Funny enough, I was doing my EDI training. Oh right. While this happened, yeah. and then I got hate crime. I was like, great, great <laughs> start. Um, and so they called me down. Someone from um the bar, and I came down and I was like, to her, you know your bard literally for 10 minutes just went off saying you're a monster you're disgusting you're like like you're you're what are you are you a um are you a girl wanting to be a boy and i was like i way around but like you know the attempt was there um but she was like foaming at the mouth like i had never seen it before and just like 10 minutes she was and i was like i was like you need to call to someone you need to call police because i'm one scared she's gonna jump over and attack me and two like she's not leaving i'm like you need to fucking leave you're a pig of a woman Leave the fucking pub. Who um, was there with you? So it's me, Mason. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can name. Well, names. yeah, yeah. So it's they don't know who yeah, they it's are. me, Mason, Caitlin, and someone else. Um, but I was like, I, I was like, to them, don't get involved because, like, because they was really angry, obviously. Because they, um, they're normal human beings that mm-hmm. would hate injustice. Um, but I was like, don't get involved because you know she could get vicious, vicious to you. I, I've got this under control, and um, so I was like. So I filmed the whole thing on like my the little body cam that we carry, um, and I was literally like to her, "Go on, tell the world, tell the world what you really think of me." I was holding the camera up to her face, and she was like, "And and she was literally psychotic because in the next breath she'd be like, you're really fit, you're really hot, let's go and have sex.' Like she'd literally be like, let's fuck, come right. on, let's go now.' Yeah. She was psychotic, literally, and I was literally holding the camera up to her face. I was like, "Go on, fucking tell the world what you think." I was literally. If it wasn't, if I wasn't on shift, I probably would have like spunked her or something yeah. like that. But um, the police came um after that, and I was like, I was quite shaken up. So I, I'd like I'd been crying because I was like, oh my god, like she said this in front of everyone, mm. like, and she doesn't realize how dangerous that is for a trans woman. She's oh just god, outing yes. me to people that don't know, right? Because what if there was someone? What in if the there crowd was someone that was questioning that was like that was like that didn't know and was like um oh I had like you know whatever thoughts about Zoe or whatever. Yeah. Um, and now I found out she, you know, she's a F word, blah, mm. blah, blah. Um, and then potentially that could put my life in risk, mm-hmm. like life at risk. Um, but she, like, she didn't think of that. She just fucking cared about no, herself. So, um, the police came and they hand, they handled it actually really well. Um, and they gave her, they said like, if she ever comes back to, they basically went to her and said, if you ever come back to this place, you will literally be arrested on the spot. Um, but it just, it just goes to show like, there are and there are obviously physical like before I came out as like a trans woman and I was going like clubbing as like a gay man. Mm. I um I literally got physically assaulted mm. like by these guys I never met before. Oh really? Just because I was fem feminine, and um it's just crazy. You can just go through so much just for existing, and like, and then you just become a statistic. That's all you become because it's, but then that statistic doesn't ever amount to anything. Doesn't Nothing matter. changes. No. 
and it's it's so nice to think oh yeah like we're it's getting better but is it getting better or is it just being painted over right you know have we actually gotten rid of the root because we haven't same with um systemic racism Mm-hmm. It's still there. It's just being painted over. It's and in fact, it's becoming so rotted that it's it's starting the whole the whole um, foundation is starting to crumble. Mm-hmm. And like, which is necessary. It's finally coming down upon the fucking bitches that deserve it. Yeah. Well, this is what I, I was talking about. The same thing with the with my the person I did it who yeah. was talking about racial injustice. And I feel like at this point, the issue is not this kind of like out like like what she that lady was she was kind of an outsider yes and i feel like the real issue that we need to focus on now is this systemic homophobia and this systemic racism that's coming from inside the government and this kind of stuff and i feel like the only way to because at the moment what we're doing is we're protesting we're, we're rioting we're doing these protests and kind of stuff but and the only thing that that is really doing at the moment is spreading awareness mm-hmm. We don't need any more awareness. No. Everyone knows who Everyone's we are. Everyone's aware. Everyone's aware that the hom- homosexuality, homophobia is a thing. Oh, absolutely. I feel like now that it's time to take action and start acting on Actually, what acting on it, yeah. we're doing, right? We need to start demanding and start, you know, ta- not taking no for an answer anymore. We need to start sitting down and really, like, questioning these questioning these, these laws and yeah. these people that are in power and this kind of I stuff. Mean, I've done it so many times where I've just, like, gone, oh, that law's, oh, whatever. It'll right. Work. It'll sort itself out. It's not going to sort itself no, out. It's not. Because, you know, at the end of the day, as as long as it benefits those at the top, it's no way gonna change. Mm-hmm. Um and the only way you can you can combat that is fucking, you know, get rid of those bitches at the top. Yeah. Like, I mean it's harder to send said than done. Easier said than done. Oh, hundred percent. But it can but be I done. I think it's doable, it's, yeah. It, like everything can be done. I would start with the police. Yeah, the police absolutely need reforming like reforming, like like Absolutely. I've yeah. always said, like, I've always said ACAB. And, like, not in, like, a trendy, uh uh-huh, ACAB. Mm. Just generally, because what the fuck are the police even here for? I mean, that was one of my, one of the questions that I was going to ask you is, um, would you feel comfortable coming forward to the police if you were ever Barely. harassed? Barely. The only reason why I did it this day is because, you know, I was at work. It was a professional thing. Mm. If this, If that happened to me... And I, I would never have called the police. Because what, what am I going to say? Oh, like, some lady just harassed me. They'd be like, oh, grow up. They're not going to take it serious. If I got, even if I got beaten up, they would still be like, they wouldn't call it what it, what it was. Like, they wouldn't call it a hate crime. They'd be like, oh, you just got assaulted. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is that they look at things in such a basic black and white view. Right. Something so, like, there's no deviation from what they've been taught and what they know that now that they're trying to extend their knowledge and trying to better themselves it's just painting over the systemic issue and it's not they're not tackling it at the fucking root yeah they're not starting from scratch they're, they're just scratch. they're just going from where they left where off. they left off and you can't do that like if you have no. mold on something you can't just Paint over it, yeah. You can't paint over it. There's mold in the whole thing. You need to start fresh. You need Mm -hmm. something fresh. You need something new. And the thing is, you can achieve so many things without the police. And you, if you spend the funding on like actual like community efforts, you know, like in actual ways to reduce crime, actual ways to you know, like teach people and and nurture people and create a community. Because 
there is no community. I mean, we have, like, you know, we have the LGBTQ community, but, like, that's, that's completely separate. That's a completely different separate thing. I just mean a general, co- like, community. Would you, I don't like, understand. I mean, like, um, spending the money that's been, that's being, like, spent on the police. Right. actually raising like communities of people in like towns and stuff like that okay that like you know how you have those youth clubs and whatever mm. they never work because they get abandoned they you mean get... like a physical community i mean a physical community i'm not talking about like a conceptual right, one yeah. um because the amount of money that the police force gets but what do they actually do <laughs> right. what do they actually do like i would call the police out like be- like very badly i would i would call the police if someone died mm. that would literally probably be it because i know they would probably make the situation worse and they tend to do i've and my experience with the police at work as a manager have only ever been positive but it's from a professional standpoint right because you're because from a I'm professional a position yeah but i would never feel comfortable calling it calling the police if it was like a personal issue ever um and I know they're like, oh, but we're trying, blah, blah, blah. We need to start again. Mm. We need to start again with the government. We need to start again with the police. We really need to get to the, the, the root of this. We need to take it all down. and Take it all down. Rebuild the Rebuild bitch, it from the beginning. Because yeah. it's just, it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's 100%. not working. Um, well, also, going back to uh, the statistics and me being absolutely frazzled by it. I I also came to the conclusion that me in myself, the uh, the reason why I've been so, um, why the reason why I'm so shocked about it is because for me as someone that's been surrounded by, I mean, my friends, when I was younger, all of my friends came out as queer at yeah. fairly the same time. So I've kind of been surrounded by gay culture mm-hmm. since the beginning, oh. which is, I feel like why it was a shock to me that on the outside of my little gay bubble, the real issues are going on. And I feel like that that is a shock to me and something that I need to come to terms with and it, that it's not it's not all yeah. rainbows, you know? Like outside of pride, there is a another, mar- people were rioting oh, against our against existence. It. And it's like, I feel lucky in a sad way because in the way I grew up, like my dad used to be like really, heavily against hmm. like a lot of stuff he used to tolerate gay people and my mum would have put it i mean he's completely upset now let me yeah. just tell you now but um like he like so i i from a very young age knew the reality and then my brother came out gay <gasps> up at the age of like 15 really um like he's married now and like my dad couldn't be happier oh, man. um he's like my brother's like 34 or 35 so it's like been a while um but my brother came out as gay like 15 and my dad was like actively like leave the house like trying to convert him like no we can like change it so like that was just insane um and so when you grow up with that reality you kind of like let's say obviously you exist in your your queer bubble you went that way Mm -hmm. on the queer spectrum and then i went that way where i was like i didn't know anything you were stuck stuck on the outside stuck on the outside looking in i was like i love this but i'm told i'm not allowed to love this um and it's 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 horrible for you because then you then you get the devastation of like shit of the reality this is the reality and then it's horrible for me because i'm like shit <laughs> i know the reality but these people don't and like it's, it's crazy because like 
why is this an issue? <laughs> why are, it all comes back to like, why has this happened? Like, why are you writing against us fucking having fun? Right. Yeah. So like, why can't we fucking be who we want to be? Why can't we kiss the fucking? It's like going back to basic. It's just questioning the questioning why, why we're questioning. And it all comes back to the fucking fact that like, it's either religion or the fucking white man. Always those two. You're speaking words of. Truth. I just, uh, I'm just actually tired of it. But then, like, I have spoken a lot about white men, mm. but I found issue in like cis white women as well, um, and and I'm saying cis white women because it generally is white women, um, so I found that before I came out and when I was a gay man, you know, the whole gay best friend thing, very prevalent. I was mm-hmm. like, I was not into it. I was like, I am not a fucking accessory, please, right. um. And I wasn't interested in, I wasn't even interested in fashion back then because I was just depressed and wanted to die. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. I was like, I can't even be a depressed. I can't even be a gay best friend because I can't, you know, get your clothes. And yeah, so I'll bring that. Like, shut up. Oh um, but then when I came out as trans, so it was, it was weird. So I came, when when I was like transitioning. Yeah. Because obviously I'm still tra- transitioning, but I'm now like, again, this word of pass, mm. passing. Um, so now... Uh, so as I was transitioning, and I, I was like experimenting with makeup and stuff like that, to them I was just the gayest man alive. Right. Because you know I was wearing makeup. Yas Queen Slay. Oh my god, that wing mm. of popped off this. It's like oh my god, please strangle yourself. <laughs> um, and but then it was so weird because as soon as I became like cis looking, what the fuck does that even mean? But whatever. When you mean like when you like start yeah, growing your hair I, out, yeah, and, and stuff like that. Stuff, when yeah. they didn't re- know that I was trans, um completely switched mm. like nothing in fact like when i was taking drinks over to a table when it was like a guy and a girl and i would be like handing the guy the drink they'd be glaring at me like as if it's like you know like that whole jealous kind of you know how like cis women are for some reason jealous of like each other if there's like right. a man involved that sort of yeah. thing that's that stereotype um and the whole narrative changed i was like whoa <laughs> i just went from being worshipped to being like I guess the same as yeah. them, um, and then, but then there's the other spectrum where um, the people, the the cis women that do know that I'm trans, um, from when I was transitioning, treat me like I'm a goddess, and it's it's disconcerting because it's like they're holding me on this pedestal, like they'll come in the pub and they're like, yes, queen, oh, I think I've seen that, slave yeah. boots, mama, yes, you really twerked it today, and I'm like. I literally just handed you a drink. Just like gone into like they've just like gone into the gay dictionary Crazy. and just taken a they've bunch taken of a words bunch out. of fucking words that don't and make just any like sense. Let it loose, literally. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not giving what you think you're giving right now. You're not, you're not eating. Are these cis women? Like these are cis women, and they think that they're being. But they supported. have colorful hair. They, yeah, they think they're being, they're like you know they're tight. They think they're being supportive in like being like yes, but yeah. what you're doing is you're treating me differently than how you'd act. Than, than how you treat a mm. you know a woman like let's say you treat me differently how you treat a cis woman because you think I'm different you think oh, that that used to be a gay man or whatever that used to be a... so there's always that thought in their mind that I'm different yes um and that's not the goal that was never the goal why you treat me like that so mm-hmm. it's like it's it's still it's it's not as damaging because you know cis white straight men are killing you but it's still a systemic issue where cis 
white women and it has only ever been white men white women for me have only ever done that and they, they will literally put you on this highest pedestal i've literally had cis white women coming up saying i literally love you i've never met them and they're like you are so brave you are so strong hang on there my queen like you're so oh my god like who are you like you need to show me how to do makeup like and then and then you get the ones that are like oh my god the ones that are like you can do makeup better than me and, and it's like why is, like, why is that a surprise and then there's ones that are like um I didn't even know. <laughs> oh my god, there was this girl the other, literally about a week ago. No, like that's the fucking point. Like literally, literally, <laughs> I was on the door, um, like being the unofficial bouncer, and um, she came up to me and she was like, "Can I speak to you?" And I was like, "Oh god," because when someone says that and you're trans, you're like, "Oh no!" Yeah, I was like, "Jesus, okay." Um, and I was like, "Yeah, of course you can." Um, what's it can that? go both ways, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And she was like. Um, so I'm friends with Charlie. I thought she was talking about this other guy that I know who's like, who used to like hate crime me okay. ages ago. No, she was, she was talking about, you know, Charlie that works here. No. Girl Charlie, you met her? Yes. Yeah. Um, and she was like, can I just say, I have no idea. And I was like, I was really confused at this point because I was like, what do you mean? Like, no idea about what? What do you mean? Like, no. I was like, no idea about what she said. Scandal. Yeah, I was just like, oh, tell me this. What do you have no idea what? And then she was like, you know, like, you, you like, you look, like, I can't. The fact it. she can't even say. Yeah. Like, she, she like, can't she say. Can't it's like it's taboo. Right. And I was like, and then I clocked and I was like, oh, you, you didn't know I was trans. <laughs> you didn't know. And she was like, Oh and she was like, God. yeah, like, I was, I was like, um, I just think it's really, like, brave of you. And I think, like, um, I think, you know, go queen. Like, that's, <laughs> like, yes, live your best truth. And then she was like, I have this, um, I have this gay friend. I was like, why are you comparing me to a gay guy? <laughs> I get like, that. What? No, I get that. I know so you know, but I have this gay friend. And I was like, okay, good for you. Um, and then she was like, um, and then she was like trying to tell me about, yeah, but I noticed um trans woman he is, and then she was like oh, she, and then um and then would call her by her her dead name, and then I was like, this is the mess. You need to stop. You are digging yourself a grave. And then, like, or like, or they'll say stuff like, um, it's okay because I've made out with girls before. Right. <laughs> and it's like, like, do you not see like, how I'm you? I'm not straight, but like, I'll kiss a girl I'll like when I'm girl. drunk. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then if she comes near me after that, she will. Cut, I will cut her tongue off. I right. hate yes. those. I, I generally hate those kind of women that are literally like, that are bisexual, right? Mm. But, but like, but like it's for the men. But it's for the men. Mm. But they do it for like, because they're like, I would kiss a girl, but like, I'd never kiss a girl. And if a girl ever comes near me, it'll gross. They're like, I'll kiss like, a girl, but I'll never suck pussy. Or right? Or something, something like that. And it's like, okay, mm. just call it what it is. Straight right. with extra, right, 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 straight right, with extra right. steps. Um, but literally this this girl was standing there with the audacity and she was like yeah so I have this trans friend and like he's she's he's I don't know what to call him and I was like I was like call her she yes and and then she started crying because she was like I just don't know how to don't know how to be there for her um I was like why are you making this about you (laughs) once again the fucking attention is taken to you cis straight women you love it. Like, I was literally, I was flabbergasted. I literally <laughs> had to go and sit down because I was like, this just happened. Yeah. I hate that whole notion of, I had no idea. Like, it was scandalous. Like, 
our little dirty secret. She was like, I had no, no you one else free, will know. You dirty bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I was I'm like, I am not so like fuck off. It's like an inside joke. Like an inside yeah. joke. Like, bitch, I'm very open about it. Yeah. You come and ask me, I'll tell you. I really don't <laughs> care. I will tell you that I don't have a a pussy. <laughs> I do not care. And, like, I had this other lady literally about two nights ago. Mm. Be, like, she knew me, but, like, before the transition, she was like, she was like, I'm jealous of you. And I was like, what? And she was like, I shouldn't be, though. And I was like, what, what does that mean? Wait, what? And she was, like, proper, like, going off at me. She was like, um, yeah, like, where'd your confidence come from? But she was angry about it. She understand. was like, trying, I don't understand either. And I was like, okay, like, you've obviously, you're quite drunk. She was like, then she started sobbing because she was like, ah, oh, you're never open. You're not an open person. And I was like, I don't know you. So dramatic. Like, it's like these otherworldly things just happened to me because mm. people just have no, these straight people have no filter. <laughs> these cis people have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. But the concepts of gender are so simple. Yes, so but simple. But they blow it out of proportion to the next nth level. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be like, they is non-binary because they do not like the binaries of male and female. Mm-hmm. And the cis fucking straight person be like, oh my god, that's like, that's crazy. Like, oh my, that's too many genders. <laughs> You're changing the world. You're changing the world. Too quick. It's going oh, too quick. We're going to blow up. And it's like, we need to slow it down. It's yeah. like, babes, it's really not that hard. This is nothing new either. This is like, nothing new. Get with the program. And it's like, unfortunately, the problem isn't with any set binary gender of male Mm. and cis male and female. Both of them have their equal fucking assholeries. Oh, yeah. And it's just... (laughs) And it it sucks because I'm like, you should know better Mm. to the the women because I'm like, you literally experience this in like, and like in a different fucking format, but you fucking experience this. And here you are doing the same shit the same fucking shit mm. and like and then you do get like and then I do get like some really like nice girls that may know from like friends and friends because news travels and being trans word is news for some yes. reason um and they'll be like they won't even mention it but they'll be really cool and never like nice people and we'll have a great time and, and that's all I'm asking for I'm not mm-hmm. asking to be like Bow down to me, bitch. Right. Bow down. I am the queen mother, yes. honey. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. not whipping you. I'm not dominatrix fucking. Like, you need to worship me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but, like, I'm just asking to be treated like a normal human being. Mm-hmm. Like, a fucking woman that I am. And, like, n- you know, gender neutral people are asking, and non-binary people are asking to be treated like how they want to be treated. And same with, like, trans men. Stuff like that. Like, it's, it's basic human rights. It's mm-hmm. basic human knowledge. It's basic fucking concepts. Word. Um, and so it's just so funny to me, like hearing hearing these stories. And I used to get so upset. I used to I used to want to fight the world. I used to be so angry at everyone. I used to be angry at myself, and I'm being like, oh god, like I'm so angry. Like this, you know, I'm not who I want to be, and I, I'm not. I'll never be there. Yeah. And then I get there, and then I'm still angry because I'm not who I want to be then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like. I am suffering at the hands of what people want me to be perceived as. I'm suffering because these straight people want to, you know, they they have a way that they perceive me. And if I don't match that, I'm not worth anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one suffering because I'm putting these extra pressure on myself because I believe that they're right. And it's just crazy. It is just so insane to me. 
So what I do now is I say fucken, and fuck I em. especially say fuck men. Um, fuck men, fuck women. Fuck them, fuck them all. I'm literally like, all. I do not care. I the stuff I do, apart from what I mentioned earlier about needing the validation mm. that on like manic times. This, the things I do for myself now, I do for myself. And you can tell because I do not stop looking in a mirror. And you can attest to that as well. Yeah. I'm always after my shift, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. selfieing. Like, I just love the way I look. Mm-hmm. But then, like, again, you know, there are times where I'm like, you know, that's not the case. That's the course. case of everyone, we, we, everyone does that. Yeah. Everyone does that. Um, and it, re- it takes a long time to get there. And it takes, and I'm still working on it. I'm not perfect at it. And, you know, I know trans women in there. I know a fifty-year-old trans woman that has has who is so happy with herself, and I know it takes time. I know, I know this isn't permanent. And what I would say to people like younger trans women, because I'm twenty-four, I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, I what I would mention to you're still trans young, people, still young, absolutely. Um, would be like you know, it it as cliche as it sounds, it does get better, and as fucking horrific as it feels, you know, there is a time in your life where you. Where what didn't seem achievable is literally in the past, um, and like it's the same with me. I didn't one day. I didn't. I didn't realize one day I'd be on hormones. I didn't realize one day I would be getting like hair removal treatment, um, and it's stuff like that. It's the little things to work towards that you know help you combat that need for you know of cis women going yes, you're such a queen, or a straight man sexualizing you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to have that self love to have that queer community to raise you up in ways that are healthy rather than, you know, yeah. the ways that aren't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like the term that it will get better because that... It will get better, yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so you, cliche. You as a person will get braver and Absolutely, you will start yeah. to... I feel like the only way that it will get better is if you make that commitment. Oh, absolutely. And you go and it, it, it will get better is a stupid phrase because <laughs> the, the way... It, it's it's used to belittle the fact that like it's 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 almost one sided in saying, Well, you know, like it can't get any worse mm. when there's nothing wrong with who you are now. Um but it, it does get easier and it always will like it it looks so so horrible and bleak now and and it may do. Mm-hmm. Um but someone and pretty much everyone that you don't realise loves you. Like, regardless of mm-hmm. what you think of yourself. And it, I'm starting to realise... I'm trying to realise, like, how how I may perceive myself in really bad times is only how I perceive myself. Right. And not how other people... Other people may look... Other people look at me and be like, <clears throat> you know, she's beautiful. She's, you know, she's lovely. Whereas I could be in a really dark time and be like, I'm the ugliest thing to yeah, ever Yeah, and you just assume that everyone around you <clears throat> And you assume that everyone else is. So it's like... It does get easier, and it's it's that's why you need that that concept of self love, and it's so much easier said than done. But it, you know, it, the the more you start practicing it, the more you start realizing that society is a concept that is so damaging mm. to you know our body images and our gender images and our sexuality and everything. The the more you realize that, the more you generally do think. Mm-hmm. Like I really couldn't give a shit anymore. I really don't care. So I think it takes it takes realizing that to really come into yourself. I would also like to say that because I'm going to pause it again in a minute. And but I would just like to say that there are always people out there that that love you and that 
that that will accept you. For for example, you had Dell, absolutely. Who was yeah. I was speaking to Dell when I went downstairs, and he yeah. was saying that he had to do like um all sorts of research and stuff into in, into like being trans and that kind of stuff because he wanted Let me to help tell you. you. I'll give you some insight. So obviously, I came out to the company. Um, it's come out to where I work like mm-hmm. two or three years ago. Right. Um, the concept of coming out—that's a whole different thing. That's wild. But um, coming out as queer or coming out as just coming trans. out in general, like as queer, just like I don't know. I don't like the concept. Of coming no, out. that's what I mean. Like yeah. it's, it's dodgy. Um, but I came out as in terms of like, you know, people need to know this. Um, and I can't keep living a lie. I mm-hmm. can't keep doing this um and so i so i came out obviously i told dell beforehand and so just so you guys know dell is my pub manager um so he owns the pub i'm just one of his managers um and so i came out to him i was thinking like a team leader at this point and i was like sitting in his office and i was like i don't know what to do um i feel like this is who i am and I, I was like obviously crying and I, I was upset and I was like, I don't know how this affects work. <clears throat> and he, he knew nothing. He knew nothing about being trans at that point. But he still sat there and he was like, I will literally do everything in my power to make this the smoothest transition that you like as smooth as you fucking can, can like can have. Cause, and he, he was like, look, it's not going to be perfect. It's like, and you know, <laughs> you're going to get hurt because people are people and you're working in a people industry you know especially like, like especially exactly yeah. like especially in a pub industry in general like that's just how it is mm-hmm. um and i was like fine um and and that first step meant everything and then i came back to have a meeting with him like a month because he has his obligations to like you know let the company know so they know to like change pronouns stuff like that right um and so he came back to me and on in his own time outside of work he had done hours of research about yeah. it and I was like I was literally blown away I was literally like I never asked this mm. I, like I never and he was just he was telling me statistics I didn't even know <laughs> I was like oh my god and oh I was like god. I was literally blown away I, yeah I had and and there are people like that there are people that will go to the end of the earth for you because not because they want to get you know points for helping the little mm. guy they they will do it because they know it's right and they know that you deserve it. Yeah. And and it's not always obvious who they are either. Not, like I absolutely. never would have seen that. No, Dale absolutely would not. Have been and like I that. knew he was always a lovely guy. I'd, I'd worked with yeah. him beforehand. Um, because my old pub manager was a dickhead. <laughs> um, and I hope he hears that. Um, <laughs> I um, but like it really is like, and you should cherish those and and I know the. You should always cherish like the people that love you for who you are, mm-hmm. um. And I know the con and like you know there shouldn't be there shouldn't exist people that don't love you for being your own individual individual self, but there right. are because yeah. the world's an evil place, mm-hmm. um. But cherishing those people is so important, like it really is, and and they will be there for you, um. And when you think you have no one, that's that's never true. There's always gonna be someone, um. And especially when it comes to queer issues, because like. You know, especially people and and like people that, that don't understand when they do, when sorry, people that don't experience it when they do understand, it's even more special because you're like you had no idea and yeah, but you're taking the time out to make these steps, um and and you know really try and make my life easier and better, and it it just means so much and you know and he's never once 
never once faltered ever never once gone oh, right Jesus. like even like because recently the gender um gender act changed in our legislation for work so before you used to have like a deed poll and change all of your re- proof of right to work to change your name and your gender mm-hmm. but now they've scrapped that scrapped that and you can literally all you need to do is tell them that you want to be in the uh, your pronouns this and your name's this and they'll change it which is really 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 good because you couldn't like that's you can't do that basically yeah. like that's not a law thing you can do then fuck it we're doing it mm-hmm. um it's very progressive um and so Dell went to this meeting um and it was with like the head like <laughs> fucking huge company yeah and it was this was the head of hr so you know like the guy that deals with all of their hate crimes mm-hmm. and like the statistics and stuff. Um, and this guy sat there and basically I had tried to change my name and my um, pronouns on the system um, to Zoe. Cause uh, although I was known by all my friends at work as Zoe on the system, legally, I was still my dead name. Yes. Um, and would you, would you call it a dead name? Yes. A dead name. It refers to like a name that is just dead. It, it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Um, it exists for the purpose of being, like used in a comparison where you need to be referred to in either a legal sense or a time before your transition okay, yeah but it's never used and like it, you tend to not tell people unless like you're really yeah. close to yeah, them yeah, yeah. um and so yeah so i was trying to change my dead name to my new my obviously my actual name um and this was when the leg- legislation had changed, so it was absolutely, I was fine to do so, and it, they should have been done, but this lady, who worked in head office, obviously didn't check that legislation had been changed, said I couldn't do it. And so Dale went to this meeting with the HR, um, and this HR big boss was like, yeah, we do everything right at Weatherspoons, you know, <clears throat> our gender policy is up there, it's the mm. best one, and Dale stood there and said, no, it's fucking not. Like, he stood there, and he defended me, because he was like, well, I have someone that, you know, this is her situation and, you know, she's not being allowed to change her name and you're going to sit here and tell me that you're the best at this and we're the best at this as a company when we're not and we could do better. And he's, like, legit, like, fighting, you know, he's 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 a straight, this, like, yeah, middle-aged yeah, man yeah. fighting for rights that he has no idea what it feels like to have, mm. you know, to not have even. And it's just, you know, when allies are good, they're fucking good. They're good, but, yeah. And they're few and hard, you know, they're, they're not easy to find. And that's why you cherish them. And that's why, you know, these people will love you. And the, and there are so many queer people that will love you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you ever feel shit about yourself, the best people to go to are queer people. 100%. Absolutely. The best fucking people. Because they will, you know, they know what it's they like. They understand. They love yeah. you unconditionally and mm-hmm. they understand. It's never a fetish. It's never anything like that. But we hope so most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Obviously, I can't speak for everyone, but um, most of the time it is. Like, it's a very pleasant experience and it's very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like there is, <laughs> cliche, light in the darkness or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but fucking, it is, it's nice to know that regardless of that that people that don't experience it can still understand. It's yeah. proven they can do it. So knowing that these people are homophobic, transphobic, racist, they are choosing to be that way. Yes, they have all the means, all of the resources, everything to change their views. They don't care. They don't so care. 
at that point, you know there's no helping them. There's no returning from that. They've made a conscious conscious decision to be this way. You can't change their mind at that point. Mm. They they and that's fine. If they're not gonna, you know, make the effort, fuck them. Fuck them. Because at the end, the world is moving in such a way that they're gonna be left behind very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. The way our this new generation is. I mean, I'm part of Gen Z, and obviously you're Gen Z. I'm the like later Gen Z. Um, the way our generation is literally steamrolling through and you know making these things mm. acceptable making these things normal the norm yeah these people are gonna be left in the dust they're dying soon <laughs> they need to realize exactly that the stuff that they're doing you know is not, not gonna last, last yeah. at all um and so there is solace in that i think there is a way to think you know it may it seems bleak now and it is bleak now. <laughs> it is. It's not just doesn't seem it. But there may be a time where, you know, when this generation does become, you know, points of power or mm. like whatever, there is there's gonna be more representation, there there's gonna be, be more change. change and more just everything like that. So yeah. it's it's an exciting concept. It's but it's also like, you know, wrought with stress, wrought with mm in the here and now this is how things are Mm -hmm. and looking to the future how does that help but sometimes that's all you can do is just look to the future yeah um certainly look to the past it's not the right thing to do especially for trans I was listening to her um Oh, uh, Evermore. No, 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 no. The recent one, All Too Well, but it was like sad girl version. Oh, the 10 minute. Oh, the 10 minute. No, version. but it was sad girl it's version. It's so sad. So that was on the way. Oh and that was on the way here. I, I love that. I know one of you that's actually depressed. Feels. I, was my feels. I love it. I love it so fucking much. I, oh my God. Um, yeah, sorry, carry on. It's a great, great song. It's such a good it's song. Really I love Taylor Swift. I oh my God. It. Damn. Um, we love Taylor Swift and we hate Jake Gyllenhaal. We hate Jake Gyllenhaal. Give her scarf back, bitch. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag give the scarf back. Give the scarf back. <laughs> um, um, it's giving. It's giving. <laughs> okay, so what do I? What do we want to talk about? I'm gonna take my rings off because I keep clinging, clanging onto the. I start with my keys because they're like they're very loud. I know, and these microphones are good, so they pick they up. They pick up. They pick up a lot. Yeah. They are. Um, <coughs> oh Sorry, that was so dramatic. That was really that was like, yeah, shaking I and really everything. Got, I really got into that then. You know when the gay just suddenly pops up? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, sometimes God, do it I comes out by accident. It only ever comes up when you're here, though. <laughs> what about, like, normally I'm just, like, the most normal person. You oh, get really? And you're, like, <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. Like, death dropping down the stairs when you're here. It's so funny. No, I... You pick so, up the gay in me! Sometimes, yeah, no, sometimes I'm, like, Really loosely, and then all of a sudden they'll like do something, or like all of a sudden they'll go like ew or something like that. Yeah, and, like, I'm... and I'm like literally done. You've activated the game. I hate it so much. That's I think so I might it. actually be homophobic. <laughs> yeah, just literally like look in the mirror and you're like fuck you. <laughs> you're nasty. No, but what I what why wanted to talk about, and I talked about this previously on the podcast, I am no longer have, um, <laughs> is that. The people who are defending the gay community mm-hmm. are not 
the people that I think represent the gay community. So who you would consider someone that represents the gay community? Like who would you consider the what what would straight people when they see someone that is gay, what would they what would they picture that in their mind? So like stereotypes wise in terms of like, um, what do they see us as? Not not the gays in general, the ones that are like the loudest people in the gay community. The ones oh, that right. defend the gay community right, of in course. all the debates and stuff like that. Okay, so well obviously we know from history that trans uh black trans women are up there very fiercely. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of lesbian women mm-hmm. are very like stuck defenders of the community. Um I would say that I would I would like to think that there are celebrities that are, you know, that that would defend the gay community. Like obviously you got Lady Gaga who is bisexual. Right. And she's obviously she's done performances in Russia where she's like, you know, gonna get arrested but she's that, just done yeah. her, she's like, fuck them. Um and that's a statement that's you know, that's saying I stand for the fucking stamp the flag, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um same with Ariana Grande, she's like completely you know, she's talked about her support of like trans people, obviously gay people have with her brother. Um and then you have the Do you queer... like her brother? Next question please. <laughs> <laughs> well this is this is what I was getting on. Is yeah. that I feel like people like Frankie Grande yes. make being gay a how you say personality. And it becomes it becomes this that their entire life is them being gay and them being colourful. And the people that I would consider the loudest in within the gay culture are these kind of like communist furries with very colourful hair. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know if they are gay. They just like yeah. to pretend they are. Stereotypical right? blue head. And these are the people that defend the, the gay community most of the time. And I feel like they do not accurate accurately represent who we are yeah and they're the ones that get um they're the ones we get compared to right and um like obviously there's nothing wrong with being a fairy there's nothing wrong with coloring your hair but right it's yes these far right like extreme and they are extremists because you, you don't can, have you a problem have extre- with furries it's not that i don't have a problem i think what they do is harmless unless it actually sexualizes animals Versus bestiality. Yes, then that's the problem. To be honest, I can't say I understand it completely. I didn't understand it. No. I just know a lot of people that, you know, like to dress up as, you know, fat right. people. Yeah. You do you, boo. I'll watch Five Nights at Freddy's and live my life. You can dress up as animals. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, so I was... Um, I think that, like... There are extremists on both sides. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You don't just get, you know, left extremists. You get right extremists as well. And they often get represented as what our ideals are. What the majority of our ideals and what our, you know, our things are all yeah. about. Um, and it's not true no. <laughs> at all. And we are all individuals. We all have different views within the community. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what is canon or not or whatever. Um, but these... Far right, blue haired, very loving, stereotypical, you know, like everyone should be genderless. Far left. Far left. Far left, yeah. Mm. Um that that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone understood. That yeah, I hope so. Make sure. <laughs> um they're the ones that tend to get put in the compilations of like on YouTube. I've seen those, of yeah. like, yeah, 
fuck the liberals. Mm. This is what this is the future liberals yeah. one. They want everyone in blue hair, Hillary Clinton, yeah, 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 yeah. sucking dicks. <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> you can live your life yeah, however it's kind you like want. Neo Nazis, yes, of. literally. Um, but was it feminazis? Yeah, feminazis was the one, and it's it's crazy because it is it is almost like that kind of movement where like there are extremists where they're trying to wipe out a certain identity or a certain characteristic of a person mm. like the far obviously the um conservatives or what like the whatever the american version is i can't remember um you know they if they had their way they'd completely get rid of the lgbtq community or some of them black people still which is just disgusting i can't even like fathom it yeah and with the um you know they're liberal crazy liberals and mm-hmm. um, they would absolutely eradicate like you know the fucking hillbilly hicks and it's like neither one's right obviously yeah and what how they represent us is completely wrong to our ideals and what we want we don't want what they want at all we just want to live a life and not be killed Mm -hmm. that's all we're asking for and having some rights yes um but these people be wanting fucking everyone to dress up as dogs yeah they're kind of they're kind of like there was homophobia and now we've kind of gone past the yeah. norm and gone into this other realm that's kind of too, gone too far too almost. Far. Yeah. And it's... They're kind of exemplifying it too much. Literally. And yeah. it's, it's it's just... It's very off-putting because it's... You know, how hard we work already just to mm-hmm. get some recognition, mm-hmm. some understanding. Yeah. And they're here being like, yes, um... You know, everyone has the have. You know, you have different genders in your different body parts, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we need to stop. <laughs> we need to control ourselves here. And I think the way that we can out- overcome that, or the way that we can um fix that stereotype, is just to gen like to just abolish the fucking concepts of stereotypes altogether. Because yeah. that's what it is. That's what the the whole representation of the. Uh, LGBTQ community mm-hmm. has been stereotyped into that one category by you know the stereotype of the other category and they're just clashing at each other because they're like well you're this stereotype you're this one and then these people in the middle like us queer people in the middle and us and the you know the straight people in the middle that couldn't care and we couldn't care we're like stuck in the, the crossfire like uh what's actually true yeah and what's yeah, not. yeah yeah and it's going? like it's stupid so if if we just got rid of those fucking stereotypes and just existed then we Everyone. wouldn't have that problem of yeah. being misrepresented represented mm-hmm. um and the reason frankie grande comes up is because he is very much the embodiment of yas queensley like he and it's not like <laughs> he's like the yasification of the gays literally he and the what he does is he becomes very overbearing Hmm. and it almost like you know in your personal space in your like it becomes too much and there's you should never apologize for being too much in your own self ever but when you're like actually actively being the reason why stereotypes stereotypes are made against you yeah you need to question yourself and be like maybe Am I, is this, is this authentic? Is this me or am I just putting this on for views for, you know, the shock factor, um, you know, to wow people. Yeah. Um, and there are a few, there are a few gay celebrities that are like that. 
Um, whereas, like... What about, like, Lil Nas X? What do you think of him? I really like Lil Nas X I because he's he's just a normal he's a normal gay guy. Yeah. He doesn't he's not parading around in in like no. tiny under rainbow underwear. Right. Like, you know, on a float like look at me, I'm the only gay person. Yeah. He, I mean, he is dramatic and he does He's dramatic. He, and he, he causes controversy, but I feel like it's But it's, it's necessary a, controversy. It's in a better way, yeah. It's necessary because like, you know, he's he's challenging the concept of religion. He's challenging so much. He's challenging so much. And he should be. And there should be more people challenging it like him. Mm-hmm. And challenging it like, you know, like Sophie, the transgender mm. um, artist. Or like... Rip. um Yes, very much Rip. And um, challenging these stereotypes and challenging these these laws made up, these invisible fucking laws made up by stupid people. Um, by just, you know, being themselves and not over... Like, creating the stupid persona of like this crazy person that needs all the attention all the time. Yeah. It's like Glee, you know, the show Glee. Yes. It's literally like that. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, that show had the worst representation. I never of, watched it. Of trans, of a trans person I've ever seen. Really? And of a gay person. <laughs> Kurt, come on now. <laughs> I, get your act together. Get your act together. Um, But that's besides the point. Um, But yeah, like literally, like, we need the people we need people that are willing to create art and create you know beautiful things and show the world that being queer is gorgeous mm-hmm. and beautiful and it's artistic and it's lovely and it's colorful and it's bland and it's 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 dark it's black it's white it's it's everything yeah queer is everything and we need more people like that but we unfortunately get the Frankie Grande, which is like, rainbow this, rainbow that. Yeah, chuck a rainbow. And it's like, let's actually put some thought into what we're doing here, please. Like, come on. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to run Frankie Grande all the day. No. But, um, you know, I'm sure it's taken him a while to get where he is. And I'm sure he's happy. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You do you. But when you're starting to create, like, there are, you know, you're, the, you're becoming a stereotype. You need to really look. And think, is this who I am? Yeah. Um. And is this damaging? Because it it's potentially damaging. It is. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, literally, it's mm-hmm. in fucking insane to me. Yeah, I feel like, and I think we've got the opposite happening as well. Is that, um, as well as, so the same with this. Like the 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 problem is is that there's there was homophobia, then there was normality, and now there's this excess of homosexuality the same thing has happened with um sexualizing the gays for example i feel like the same thing is it's the same with that is that there was this homophobia then it became a norm and now suddenly these girls and these people are almost being overbearing and kind of completely sexualizing the gay agenda there's two sides to that as well there's like obviously you have the the straight men straight men that Mm -hmm. are just looking to you know have sex on the down low and then chuck you aside yeah then you have the women that are like reading yaoi and sexualizing gay romance yes that was what i want to talk about yeah because like that was really problematic because i remember like being quite young unfortunately Mm -hmm. and coming across yaoi and being like oh okay you know great representation because i thought you know i was different um and then i realized that all my friends who were girls were like, oh my god, have you read this yaoi? It's so cute. How he's such a little tub. Oh, he's such a cute bottom. And it's like, 
Why are you think? Why do you like, think this is damaging? Cute? This yeah. is damaging. This is literally pornographic content. Yeah, and and the, you are like. It's the same with um, fan. What's it called? Fan. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Yeah. Right, and like with One Direction like, and all this kind of it's stuff. It's so damaging mm. because they're like creating these false implications of what you know. Yowie is. Yowie is literally porn. Yeah, you, you you don't see these same girls like watching porn and be like, oh my god, the no. way he has sex with her, it's so sweet, mm. and it's like it's only gay people because they're they, they're like, it's like they're infantil- infantilizing gay right. these gay yaoi people, and the, the yaoi artists don't really do it much justice because they are very young looking like boys, right? Um, but again, these like straight fucking white women are eating it up, like these girls, they're like. Oh, it's so sweet. Oh my god, that's like they're my little they're like ooh, like my little mm, I love them. And it's like so you think being gay is you know, so you know, it's so like it's sweet, it's such a trend, it's so trendy. Oh, yeah. I love this accessory. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have it. Right. And it's just like <sighs> I feel like it's also something that they can't they'll never be able to exactly. obtain. So that's why it's so and that's favorable. Why it's so favorable. Yeah. Because they just want everything. Yeah, they exactly. Want everything. And it's 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 you know it's harmful because it's like when and then when they do see a real gay relationship mm. they're like oh my god you guys oh mm. <laughs> and it's like and then these two gay people are like right girl we just we just kissed yeah calm down and it's the, like they they think these these things that happen in yaoi are like real life things and then they they get these false preconceptions uh, preconceived notions of like what a romance, gay romance right. is, or a queer romance is, yeah. and it's like no, you're what you're literally reading porn. Mm-hmm. You can't be comparing that to real life. That's so problematic. And then there's also that assumption that there's nothing wrong with the, like the gays are not facing any issue because in these, they... especially in like you know like oh like God. BLs, like these Thai <gasps> BLs, so bad. I've watched like I've watched a few, and it's just it's. It's all about it's the sex and the kissing. If you actually look and the acting is shit, the directing so is shit. shit. It's there's no storyline there. But it's all about like there's it's... no actual there's no eloquence. There's no it doesn't talk about no. real world issues. No, it it's just do about the relationship like, about between the relationship these two sex. men. And they know that it's gonna be eaten up. They know yes. that. So and it and pushes this agenda that everything is okay exactly. in the gay community. And, but then there's the complete opposite thing of like straight men watching lesbian porn as yes, well yes. and it's like but yeah you know a gay man oh gosh mm. if you're a lesbian yeah go I, I could change you yeah and i i'm not joking you if i ever heard a man say that to even me to an, another lesbian or whatever i would literally i'm not joking lose you. my shit there would be a death that night there would be there's gonna be a massacre by kim petras <laughs> Another trans icon, Kim Petras. Mm-hmm. Love her. Love. <laughs> I do love her. She is a slay. Um, <laughs> she is just a whole slay. <laughs> like standard everything. She's like, have you seen that? Um, who's that one that did? Um, what is her name? The one that did like cowboy song. Oh, the um one that's trending right now. That um sad cowboy song. No, it's not a sad cowboy. Oh, what? Song. Shania Twain. No, 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 no. No, she's straight, but she does. She does a video of her going. She's like. And she goes, Slay! Ah, wait, Baby Rexa? Yes. No, she's not a cowboy girl! <laughs> she, because she had that song! <laughs> yes, oh, put your feet, put your feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, you're going to get, like, hate oh from the gays because oh, you said that about ever, Baby Rexa. <laughs> That's so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> slay! Slay! Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I actually love that. Um, <laughs> like screams it. Literally screams it. Um, yes. <laughs> it is. Um, what were we talking about? Um, we were. Just, I can't remember, but gay icons. Gay, um, like BLs and yeah, that kind of stuff. but um, it's it's all comes down to fetishization. Fetishization. Again. Um, it all it always encompasses it because the whole the concept of a fetish is something that's seen as like a little bit risky, a little bit mm. taboo. And that's always been the way of like gay relationships. It's always been the way of like, you know, that straight down low guy or that um that, you know, that drunken girl that's gonna kiss that um that other girl. Yeah. It's always concept of it in different genders and different forms and different mm-hmm. everything. And it's problematic because it's you know, it's perpetuating the idea that like gay people are you know, are scandalous and, mm. and queer people all oh, they're just and they're mm, secrets, all oh, tricksy. Yes. And it's like we're just people. I mean the same thing happened in um have you watched the Supernatural series? I haven't but I know a lot about it. Was that the it there was, was like, a queer baiting the that, first wasn't I think it was the first show that really took queer baiting to another level. And yeah. what I think what really pissed me off about it is that Throughout, there's like ten seasons, right? And throughout the entire ten seasons, there's always this, there's this, this slight like romance between these two men. There's this constant flirting, yeah. and it's only in the last episode that they finally get together and God, become a yes. relationship. And that it really pisses me off because it's like like you're not giving women a chance to see these two men actually living a actually normal living happy a normal life. life. You're only using the this like sexualization and yeah. this like mystery and this temptation oh. is what. Is what's pushing yeah, it. it's the temptation. It's yeah. like the um, it's like the um, it's like secret, sen- kind secret of yeah. sensual yeah. Of it. It's like um, like a lady of the night or like mm, a ooh, right, like, you know, like a illicit affair yes. or something like that. And it's like um, which is a great song by Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> and it, it literally is because like I remember seeing the article yeah everywhere mm. when that came out in Supernatural, and I remember like I because my friends are really big fan. I was like they're together yeah and i was like they were was there ever hinted at them being a thing and she was like to me yeah there was literally like basically hints of it every single fucking season um and then she was like it's fucking pathetic like why on earth you know have they waited for this big penultimate moment it's like it's like the crowning on their season for them was this gay couple. Yeah. And it's like, they've, they've like edged it. They're like, oh, they are they? edging it a little bit. Are they? Yeah. Oh, no. And it's like, no, we're not, to- gay people are not toys. Mm-hmm. Not fucking toys that mm-hmm. you can just present to um, enhance your show or whatever. It's like, um, it's really, um, I really enjoyed the Sabrina, um, you know, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on that. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. But it, there was a trans man um, on there called Dio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't the seen way the they, show, by the way. Yeah, so spoilers, unfortunately. But Sorry. the way they handled the trans, like, there was a there was an obligatory trans episode mm-hmm. where, you know, you he, through the power of magic, in, like, this flashback, gets turned into a cis man. Right. But the... the the implications of that is so, and like this, uh, this trans man was so happy. He was like, he's finally like accepted by everyone. What are the implications of that? You're saying that to only be accepted, you have to be cis. Right. And and I was like, for, and it was a very progressive show. And I was like, did you talk to a trans? Like, I think the person in real life that was playing 
Theo is non-binary, hmm. which is great. But obviously, they're not the writer. The writer is probably a straight white cis fucking man. Um, right. It's all written by straight And it's all written by people. these people. And it, you can tell when something's written by you can. No, you a can. trans person so or obvious. a gay person. Um, because it's written well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they understand it. But as soon as it comes to like, you know, you can instantly tell as soon as like a, a queer character is written mm-hmm. by a, 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 someone, a straight person yeah. or yeah, someone yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah, get yeah, it. Definitely. Because they have no idea what it's like. And, um, no. And it's all about the money. And all about the money. All about the sexualization. Kind of and the queer baiting of it is so popular. Like, obviously, I, I love Billie Eilish. Oh, yeah. Like, and I know you do too. Yes. I, I know there was that. a scandal going around with her queer baiting with like, obviously, Lost Cause. I think it was, it was Lost Cause music video. Music video. Yeah. And it saddens me because like, I didn't think that I was queer baiting. I didn't think it was queer baiting no. at all. And and I think the term's being thrown around a lot and not being used in the right like way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't think it was queer baiting. I think either. that was one of them because like all she all she's she just said dancing was, and like, having she's fun. Dancing and she said, "I love girls." Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing doesn't? wrong with that. Who yeah. doesn't? And like, there's now we're going past it again and yes. making it a bigger issue. I know, I know. Um, it's like we can never just leave it we alone. Can never, we, we, it, just it can never just festers. be perfect. It just festers and festers <laughs> until it becomes a gaping wound. Yeah. And now we're back at square one where it's like, well, yeah, she said she liked girls, so that means she's a homophobic. And it's like, what? How have we got here? Come on. Right, yeah. Um, and it's just crazy, like queer baiting. You, you can tell it's queer baiting because they're literally using the concept of, you know, queer identities to make you want to watch the show and make you, like, a lot of TikTokers now, a lot of straight oh, guys it, will queer bait. It, it, I right hate it. Bait. I had to skip. It cre- it just freaks me out there's so much. There's so many of them that would be like... Um, and it's so obvious as well what they're doing. And there's so many gay men that would be, like, in like in their Q&As, like, show us your muscles. And they'll yeah. do it and they'll be like, I'm, I'm doing it for the ladies. And yeah. they'll wink. And it's like, no, you're not. You're doing it you're queer baiting and and like you're you're making these gay men like come back to your page or like want to you know right. experience your yeah. content because all, all they're doing it for these horny 10 year olds exactly. these horny 10 year old girls oh my god it's disgusting <laughs> it's horrid yeah. mm-hmm. it's absolutely horrid um but yeah like queer baiting is such a prevalent issue in in uh, like it's a prevalent issue but it also you know, you need to know when to stop. Mm-hmm. You need to know when things aren't queer baiting. I need to know when, yes. you know, there is there is a limit. There, there is, are examples <laughs> there of are examples. when that has been done well. Absolutely. And there is, you know, there are programs that do handle queerness well. Mm-hmm. Um, but 99.9% of those are written by queer people. Mm. And so, you know, you're going to get that. You're going to get something written by a queer person that's going to be actually queer. Um, but yeah, literally. Mm. Okay, I'm going to... I'm, at, we, <laughs> I'm gonna run out of battery soon. Oh my god! So let me like... just. Uh, <gasps> this is definitely the longest one that I've ever done. If it, if it gets corrupted, if I will it... literally drink myself from an airplane. Oh my god! Yes. Across the because I can, I'm gonna use all of this in like the like future. Absolutely, right? as you should. There's some mm. good stuff. Okay, it is amazing listen up. Stuff. We are talking about real world issues, <laughs> and if you're queer. You better be here. Get with the program. Ah, so good. God, I'm such a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> you're queer, no, you're you gotta not. be here. Queer. Queer be and here. here, they rhyme whole. Let's queer put the rest together. and here. <laughs> um, 
Okay, there are like there are only like a few more things Love that, that. I, I really want to talk about. Um, I want to explain. Do you know who James O'Keefe is? Well, he's this. Um, I guess you could say a scientist, and he does a lot into the research of how natural homosexuality is. I've heard of that phrasing. It's done. Really. It's done. Uh, he bases a lot of it off this guy called E.O. Wilson, who also had a lot of theories and yeah. that kind of stuff. And I, what he said was very interesting to me mm-hmm. because it made sense. Yeah. Now I have to first say that this research does not involve a lot of uh, gay women mm-hmm. and lesbians because generally there's not much data on yeah, women for some reason. No, I don't know why there is. Yeah. It's ridiculous that women are so underrepresented in, within like statistics and that kind of stuff. It's just always been that way. It's, I, yeah. I think it's also a lot of has to do with if, if you're collecting data, mm. it's, I think it's, if it's, Usually it's done by a man that's mm-hmm. collecting the data, so it's easier for them to collect data of men. Because and it also, it, it just it's there's a lot more men. Yeah. It and more more men are more open to doing it. I think it's fucking bullshit, and right. it should be actively, you know, for otherwise there should be more women. But mm-hmm. I I think that's that ties into it definitely. Right. Well. I mean, and if and what, I, what I'm going to tell you is you can completely disagree with it as mm-hmm. well if you want, but it's up to you. Um, do you believe in, like, the gay gene? Like, do you, like, what do you, yeah. what do you, do you, do you have a reason Ooh. why people are gay? Like, is that something that you've ever thought about? I, so from my experience as a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just, like, or queer just in queer, general. Yeah. yeah. From my experience, when I've never felt like I learned how to be gay. I never, I never thought that I learned that's like, I never felt society taught me how to be gay or, or like some concept taught right. me how to be gay. I always felt like it was always there. I thought the same thing. And whether or not that implies that a gene exists or like you're born gay or whatever. I. It's like this was in there. Yeah, like, <laughs> right? Like, like the femininity and, like, and not, obviously not all gay people are feminine and stuff like that. But I feel like it's... But even if they're not, I feel like there's always... Even there's if they're not feminine, there's something there something that you can point there. out. And I think... I, yeah, I just never felt like I it had been forced upon me. It never felt like I had Same. got the idea from someone else. It just felt natural. And well, yeah. the reason why it felt natural is because you, it was horrific and confusing and scary um you know if, if it was a choice like some people believe mm. then you would have made that choice and it wouldn't have been a scary choice and you mm-hmm. would have, you know you would be sure of making that choice um but because you know it just happened that's why it was so worrying because you're like oh my god what's gonna happen who's gonna yeah. think of me in this way blah blah um and yeah it was <laughs> I I'm it's, not sure about any gene or such. I'm not sure what you would like what it could even be. Right. But I just I just think it's there. I it's think, so weird how it works because yeah. if if there is a if there is a gene that pushes the like this and men becoming more feminine, that's really bad in terms of stereotypes because that means yeah. that stereotypes are a thing yeah. and they exist within well, us as people. Are a thing. 
No, but I mean, I'm yeah. saying they're more innate than we think, and they're not yeah. just societal. I think, I think stereotypes aren't innately harmful. I think stereotypes are I, stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. I think they just they exist. I think they'll never go away. They can't. I don't think they can because the concept of a stereotype, concept of a stereotype is, you know, you know, it's, it's that when sort people of thing. Are similar. It it has to be ex- always exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, if there is some sort of gay gene. I don't. I don't think it's like that. I think there's more. Everyone is capable of being gay, or queer. Everyone is capable of being queer because the only reason why queer is weird or different is because of society anyway. Mm. So if we had, if we'd never learned or never been taught this concept of queer, straight, gay, we would all just be seen as normal regardless of That's what we true. did or had or liked. Yeah. Um. So I think. In terms of this whole, you know, fellas, is it gay to do this or blah, blah, blah. All these stereotypes around gay people, around queer people. Mm-hmm. It's it's always and always will be an issue created by, you know, created by a society that never wanted gay people or queer people in the first place. Um, because... It felt different to them. It felt weird to them. When it's it's not. It's it's a normal thing, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it shouldn't be treated any different to how straight people are treated. Right. It shouldn't be done like that at all. And like it's queerness is the most natural thing. Even other species experience it, like dogs, like penguins, mm-hmm. like dolphins, stuff right, like that. Yeah, much more. Very natural. intelligent animals. Um, and. You know, I feel like everyone's capable of being queer, of being gay. It's just the way that either one society makes you feel and brings you up and forces you. I generally think there is a societal force for some people that makes them either straight. I don't think there's, I don't think society's ever forced anyone to be gay because it's so society's always been anti-gay. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's always like, yeah, gender reveal parties, yeah, um. You know, oh, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, a real yeah. heart. He's gonna yeah. be a heartbreaker when he grows up. It's it's always pandered to straight people, always. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think there's been so many people in the closet. That's why the closet even exists because of this reason. Because you know, people that have always had the, you know, had the, you know, the thing that they can be gay, mm. ha- haven't because society's told them no, that's bad or. The news has told them, no, this gay person's been killed. They're scared. They they don't understand. They think it's wrong. <clears throat> There's so many concepts. There's so many, so many factors to it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's all natural. If you got rid of all the terms, all of the stigma, all of the everything, if you started from literally day one where the world was conceived and never brought in a society like the one we have now, yeah. You wouldn't know what queer meant. You wouldn't no. know what straight meant. You wouldn't even know, you know, what a stereotype was, because it's just you know, everyone has the ability to be either gay, straight, you know, trans, queer, everything. Mm-hmm. It's always there. Mm-hmm. It's just how you're raised. It's just how it, you know, how you know how it comes to be. How your DNA forms. How this happens. How you know hormones fluctuate. How yeah. there's so many factors to it, and I think. I think there's, it's never a choice because never a if choice. it was a choice, 
there'd be a lot less gay Why people. Why would you? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Why would you put yourself through that? Yeah. Um, but it is an interesting concept to think about. Um, it is. Um, well, basically, what this, what James O'Keefe believes is that. I'm guessing you believe in evolution. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's weird because evolution. If you think about homosexuality from an from evolution's perspective, it's not practical yeah. because the only reason if you, if you think in evolution the only reason why we are here is to give birth yeah. and to keep the family moving mm-hmm. but um gays are like i think it was like 90 90% more less likely to have kids mm-hmm. so you would think that natural selection would take homosexuality out of the gene pool eventually um, when it realizes that it's not beneficial to yeah give it to 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 humanity in general so it's 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 weird when you think about that question because mm-hmm. what James O'Keefe believes is that homosexuality actually is important in the is important in terms of evolution and mm-hmm. because what he believes is I mean if you look at statistics it's fairly obvious that gay men in particular are I just think queer people in general are much more emotionally intelligent than the average person and I think I think and I think normal intelligence as well that I think it's like they're twice as likely to be yeah. have much higher IQs oh yeah um they have higher they're like higher in like cooperation and teamwork and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so what what James pushes is that gay people are placed into the world to for the benefit of the family and to keep the family together basically mm-hmm. because it is I think and there are lots of other so for example if you have too many brothers so every time you have a brother the chances of you being gay go up by like it was like 33 yeah. percent and this means that once your birth once your once your birth and you can't have kids uh, it's also like um it also means that for example in ancient history you if you have too many kids there, there will be not enough food to go around for example so you're so you with not having kids helps the family and natural population control and natural population control yeah. yes um also in terms of like teamwork and cooperation the there's a heightened chance of you being gay if the if there's prenatal stress if the mother is stressed when she gives really? birth to you i always thought this was very interesting because i'm 70 percent sure my sister is gay yeah. and me and her were both c-sections and I have a friend who's who's also queer, and she was a C-section. To be quite honest, my mum had like postpartum depression. Yeah, when when she gave she birth. Me, so mm. it's really weird. It is quite weird. I I'm not sure I completely agree with his um with his thing about yeah. gay people put in to stabilize the family because that just seems it. I mean, unintentionally it would be on a, conceited. It would be on a very um biological na- level. Biological yeah. level, yeah. Very um, and I think that. I think gay people, if they are put in, would definitely be for a natural population control. But also, I think as well, because, you know, how could there not be gay people since the concept of, you know, we're men and women and anything in between, we're all just human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, humans are attracted to humans. So the whole concept of like, there could never not be a gay person because someone at some point is going to be attracted to the same gender. And 
I think. I if, mean, not necessarily. Well, I think if we're if we're if it if in terms of evolution, the whole point of evolution is to give birth. But but if I you say that, why. then evolution would have if evolution really thought that way, like if it if it you know after the whole point of evolution is to give birth, then yeah. after women, you know, go through the menopause, they should theoretically be die. Because yeah, they can so. never give birth again. Mm. Like if that's if that concept is true, then women shouldn't be allowed to live past like forty-five. Um. So there's like it's a concept that's strange and interesting because it's like obviously, you know, our bodies are created a way to create life. Like that is an option mm. that's there. But there are some people that are born without that option. Mm. There are some people. You know, some people don't ever get fertile. There are some people like you know. There's this, there's so many different factors. <laughs> oh my god! And um, it's it's just it's it's funny because you know, gay people are always the guinea pigs for that. Cause it's like, well, you know, they're they're the um they're the anomaly because they don't give birth and yeah. we, we've created a society as well that's so obsessed 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 with giving birth and children and like you know we have gender reveal parties we have baby showers we have yeah. you know there's like a ritual involved around giving birth and having children mm-hmm. you have people that are dying to have children at such a young age and like you ask these people why did you want a child and they're like oh i just think it's cute and it, it's 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 crazy because it's like like a child you know what really is the purpose of a child right. quite honestly <laughs> like other th- like other than to carry on the legacy Literally. um so if you're having a child for any other reason than that reason than that that's not an evolutionary uh, evolutionary re- evolutionary reason because the evolutionary reason is just to have a child to carry on carry on your legacy mm-hmm. so so many more factors get interpreted and added into it, which makes me believe that homosexuality isn't just as biological as, you know, population control. And I know that's at its base root is, you know, thing. I'm not saying that he's wrong because it's very interesting. He and I do very well could be wrong. He could be wrong, but he could also be right. Yeah. Um, But I think scientifically, you know, trying to, trying to prove why gay people exist I think you're fighting a losing battle. Do you think? I think so. Because I don't think it's even worth, like, looking into. I just feel like we need to have a reason to be alive. Otherwise, what's the point, you know? Like, why? Then then, 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 then there's a reason why. But do straight people need a reason to be alive? No, but I think we do because we need to prove to them that we're not completely useless. But we're not. Mm. I feel like what we... I feel like the emotional... But I mean, us being gay is not completely useless. Yeah. Not well, us in general. I mean, our yeah. sexuality is not completely But it's useless. useless. But it, this is what I mean. Go back to taking away so what society has created. If we didn't know what gay and straight and all that was, being gay wouldn't be seen as useless because it doesn't exist as against the concept of straight. Because if we're pitting straight and gay against each other... You know, if we live in a if we lived in a society that had prayed like you know raised gay people up like we like straight people are now, mm. we'd be saying the exact same thing about straight people. We'd be like, well, why are straight people here? Why are they useless? But we don't because it's it's all a it's all a, a, a general like you know it's just 
been pushed and pushed and pushed by society that straight people are the norm, straight people are the norm. So it's made gay people and queer people feel like, what are we here for? I when I so. think we should just take solace in knowing the fact that we are here. Mm. And because we're here, it means we have just as much importance than... And I think it's okay to cling to a reason of wanting to be here because that's generally what some people need to do to not panic about we're floating in a fucking rock in space. Um, and that's absolutely okay. But I think comparing yourself to straight people is always going to be a losing battle because, you know, they, they'd they already got the head start early yeah. on. And so if you compare yourself and go, but like, how do I prove that, that I'm useful in my sexuality? Your sexuality shouldn't, like there should never be, you shouldn't have ever have to prove why your sexuality is useful. Because it's, it's so benign like that. What's useful in this life now is like how you can contribute to society, how you can create a fairer world, how you can cre- you can help people die less and how, mm. you know, all of this. Sexuality is just sexuality. It's a part of people. It shouldn't have to ever be proved useful to any one person, I don't think. That makes um, sense. But everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone is absolutely allowed to have that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't personally believe that. I think... I just think it's it is useless to prove why you're useless. <laughs> I suppose so. I don't know. I've just always wondered why 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 I am who I am and why I'm not normal that way. And it wasn't necessarily even a way of like self hatred. Yeah. I was just curious. It's just curious, yes. absolutely. And it is curious. And I'd love to know why. Um, but I think spending time and resources on that is generally like trying to catch air in your hand, like generally. Yeah. Because it's it's so benign. It's such a benign concept to be like, why am I gay? Because you're just gay. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. You know, there's probably a different time like where someone goes, why am I straight? It's the same I thing. I suppose so. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I do like hearing all sorts of sort of stuff. I do do like being educated. Do you think? Because the last time I checked, it was. I think it was like ten percent of the population are gay. Do you think that is more than? Like, do you think that's significant more than we're than we expect to be gay? Oh no, I think that's less. I think there's definitely more than ten percent of the population. Yeah, that's gay. what I was saying. You think oh right, than... yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'd I'd wager a guess like. Yeah, average. What would you? <sighs> if we're talking about, you know, base primal instinct, kind of like, you know, what. If someone, I'm talking about if so, what percentage of the population would consider themselves completely and utterly gay? Oh right, okay, would consider would would, would, right. would come out as a gay man. Well, then I would say probably, I'd say there's more definitely like in the twenties. In the twenty percent. Okay, but, what about people that are bisexual or just just lingering in between? Yeah, well, I'd say that's even less because like oh. the reason being is because, um. I think a lot of men don't realise that bi and gay are completely different. I think they generally think bisexuality means you're gay. Um, oh, really? A lot of a little straight man, a lot of straight men believe that, hmm. um, which is just absurd. <laughs> um, but I think they're also now. If if you ask me the percentage of how many men I think are curious, then through the fucking roof. But that's not. But I mean, like bi curious. 
Right. Because by curiosity can like leads to bisexuality. It definitely that can. can lead no, hundred percent. Um, to discovering like your sexuality, um, because you know everyone's curious. Hundred percent. I mean, my like. like my best friend who I remember like back in the day she used to talk to me about like how she's like kissed women before, yeah. but she was like, "But I'll never lick a pussy." And skip to like university time and. I, I knew I knew that she wasn't straight, yeah. but she just had to come to terms with it herself. Yeah. And eventually now she's like a and whole lesbian. Because, and it's really sad because, you know, there's probably so many people like that. And it's the only reason why they ever said that at the beginning was because they've either been drilled into them that it's gross and right. disgusting. Yes. And wrong. And then they realise what the fuck were they talking about? Like, it's a completely natural part of life. Right. What I realise is that I need to do is that I just need to keep talking to her about it and keep reminding yeah. her that it's a completely natural it's thing natural and it's thing. not completely. It's not anything, like, out of the ordinary. It exists and... in the most basic primal parts of nature. Right, exactly. And it always will and has them. And eventually, I feel like she came to terms that it's okay and that Good. she can do what she wants. That's the fucking neat way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... It's phenomenal. It's crazy. Crazy out here. We this is gonna die any minute. I'm gonna yeah. just Okay, well, thank you very much, Zoe, for having for being on here and no, taking the time to talk. Yeah. Anything you would like to say at the end? Like anything to say to if if I ever put this on Spotify or whatever, <laughs> is there anything that you'd like to say to Oh this is the thing okay i'm going on a bit of a tangent okay. here but something that drastically pisses me off is that this podcast i'm not aiming at i feel like what we're talking about is not aimed at the gay community it's aimed at the straight community oh absolutely this is what i what i want is for this podcast to reach the straight community and mm-hmm. if i put it on pod- spotify it's not going to reach the gay it's not going to reach the straight community yeah. because the only people that will listen to this are people that already agree with us. Yeah, exactly. And that's so infuriating it's to me. It's infuriating, but I feel like to to ever combat that, you just keep going. You just have to keep going, and also like because obviously, like how drag spread, um, yeah. it's the same thing. Like it would never have reached straight communities, but now it's like rife in the straight mm-hmm. community. Even straight men are like going through drag shows. Um, straight men are drag. Literally crazy. Um. <laughs> But um, I think if like if it's the sort of thing that you keep up on with, and like it's the sort of thing that you make controversial enough that straight people want to listen to mm-hmm. it, and then maybe they'll go, well, <laughs> you know, like, and it's it's definitely worth it's it's worth doing. It's a noble thing to do, and there are a lot of queer podcasts and there are a lot of queer shows out there, um. But I feel like a lot of them, a real lot of them, just don't really get down into the nitty gritty. Yeah. They don't say what's actually fucking happening. They're like, yeah, like, gay people, I guess, like, they're kind of, like, marginalised. And it's like, no, you don't realise, like, they're people dying, Mary. People are fucking getting killed. Talk about it. (laughs) Really shock people. Mm. Shock the fucking people. They need to know. Um, But yeah, like, my last words would be literally, like, Fucking, you know, you probably know more trans people right now than you actually do know. You know more gay people right <laughs> now than you actually know. They're, they exist. They are literally right next to you. Mm-hmm. 
And that is okay. That's allowed. Whoa. They are valid. Every fucking person is valid. They also don't have to come out and they don't at this exact absolutely. moment. They don't have to come out. They come out when they feel comfortable, safe. Yes. And the concept of coming out in terms of sexuality is just stupid anyway. We could talk about that for days, but days, to be honest. But, you know, like, while we're here, you might as well fucking support them through it because mm-hmm. um, it's already hard enough mm-hmm. um, so if you're a straight person and you are listening to this and I'm talking to you <laughs> I am talking directly to you you better you better fucking you know you better be that ally that we were talking about exactly. you better go the extra mile you do that research do that research because at the end of the day you don't know what it's like no you know so you can't relate you can't relate and we're not saying you should, but we're saying you should at least have some understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so do that, do that extra homework, go the extra mile. Exactly. And fucking, you know. And with that, the tea. with that, thank you for that, having me. We're, um, we're out. out of here. Bye. Thank you for being here.